0: Your dog made sport of my blood, you pig. I'm going to kill your kids for that. You come out here and stick your life in my face. (laughs) Stick your fingers in my pie. That was a bad mistake. I thought you were smart and tough. You're stupid. Yeah,
1: you sure
0: are. You're nothing. I'm gonna watch your goddamn car rush, down. Yes, I will! Right, <laughs> Father, tell him. I'll see the wind blow your dried-up siege away. I'll eat the heart of your stinking memory. I'll eat the brains of your kids, kids! I'm in! you
2: listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast.
0: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work.
3: It is episode 157. Welcome to the Buzzkill Kill Podcast, where today we look at some genre classics that somehow slipped through our cracks in an episode we're calling... You Haven't Seen One. What? <laughs>
2: Did you say slipped through our cracks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's
3: is that not how you watch movies? Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm lit AF. I'm j-
2: <laughs> I'm Jim. Jimmy I'm Jam. Justin? J- j- Jimmy Jam. <laughs> Jimmy Jam, yeah. Sorry, I stepped on your toes there, Jay Runch. That's Justin.
3: I'm, I'm also Justin. <laughs> this is falling apart faster than it started. <laughs> For some reason, we just decided that uh, "Lit AF" would be a great rap rock name, like uh, like like a sequel to Limp Biscuit, if you will. I think, I think it'd be uh, I think there's, it'd be great.
2: There's a lot of things that you just said that I disagree with. <laughs> uh, we didn't decide that "Lit <laughs> AF" would be a great rap rock band.
4: Okay, I uh, decided. there's
2: no such thing as a great rap rock band. Ooh, ooh,
4: and we, sh- uh, ooh. we should just start a band per- called Limp Biscuit. Uh, the, the proper pronunciation. No copyright. <laughs> Limp is, biscuit is allowed for, for, from them against us. No infringement.
3: What would ha- could you name your band? Limp biscuit, spelled correctly. I don't see why you
2: couldn't. You can't
3: copyright words,
2: right? Yeah, you can. I mean,
3: it's, or, or na- name
2: of food. Uh, I think you can actually. <laughs> can you? Yeah. No, well, well. I don't know. I don't know. I do try. <laughs> Let's just to, try. We should try Let's our, pick, our, your Limp yeah, biscuit.
4: Not, Well. Oh, yeah, okay. We'll book Madison Square Garden, and all these people will come out, and we'll make a bunch of money because people think they're going to see Limp Biscuit.
3: But well, we have to be like a Barry Manilow cover
4: band. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a <laughs> misspelling. It's the real
2: band. I'm going to have to learn a Barry Manilow song then. I know hey, a Barry hey, Manilow song. Do you? I what can, is it? Somewhere in the Night. I can play that one. Can you? There you go. Yeah. Can you sing it right now for me? Somewhere in the no Okay, we, just, like gonna, we just found we Don't just beautiful. found our lead singer. So <laughs>
3: oh, shit, what am I gonna do?
2: You're gonna do what you always do. Stand talentless in the background.
4: Fine. You know what you want <laughs> I a little Barry, so I, got, I got a little Barry a <laughs> little trivia for you. Yeah.
2: Did you know that
4: uh, he used to be was it Barbara Streisand's pianist, I think? Uh did he? Yeah. And uh he, he wrote a song ca- and uh, presented it to her and said he should do this song, it's beautiful and she goes, No, that's that's incredible. You need to play that song. And it was Mandy, and that was what became a hit with him.
2: Oh, Mandy, I do know that song. Yeah. So, that is, it was that?
4: Oh, Mandy, or something like that. That's all I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he says the name Mandy somewhere. For some, right?
3: for some reason, the way, you sing, the way that you sang that, I immediately thought that that old Italian love song came afterwards. Like, Oh, Mandy, it's delight, it's the light, it's, the light, it's the <laughs> was, I don't know. It was, was awful. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, that's where uh, uh, Manolo got his big hit. When so I've heard anyway.
2: Uh, so that was like his first. So that was his jumping off point for yep. his solo career. Mm-hmm. That damn Babs. <laughs> She's always pointing people in the right direction with her nose. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Mega <Mega-strizen>! yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, what's going on, fellas? Not much, man. How you doing? Good, very you know, good.
3: Speaking of actually, just to hop on the Barry Manilone. Mantalone, Manilone, Manilo Manilone.
2: trainer.
3: Uh We had a funeral at the uh, at work the other day. Sweet, I, uh,
2: this is taking a dark right? turn.
3: No, 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 no. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> it was, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was it was a local restaurateur that passed away. The guy that ran Sinbad's. I don't oh. know if you know of uh, the restaurants. Uh, I've in heard. Yeah. We, heard had yeah. the, we had the funeral at the church. And uh, uh, there was a lot of very interesting people that showed up to that. A lot of characters. And uh, one dude in particular, him and his wife, uh, he looked exactly like 70s Barry Manilow. He had a mullet quaff mm. that was gelled back, yeah, but still feathered. Okay, He had the giant, uh, the giant uh, tinted and gold... Um, sunglasses yeah. that he wore even in the church.
2: To the funeral? To the funeral. Oh, man.
3: Black suit with, with a brown leather uh, back patch thingy on the shoulders with tassels. Wow. Um. It, oh, dude, he was straight Barry Manilow. Did you find like, out who
2: he was? No. this guy I, sounds awesome. I
3: could have sworn that both he and his wife were sporting <clears throat> wigs because she was a character as well. Hmm. And uh, I was talking to the priest. He goes, yeah, nope, that's 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 their hair. Wow. <laughs> that's funny. That, that reminds me.
4: I forget about this situation so often until like someone brings up Barry Manilow but I almost killed him one time and I think I've met, i think i mentioned this on the show before
2: the, uh, and, I, and, I try, you, and I
4: will try and I will admit, try
0: again can soon Barry yes
4: soon yes the, uh, coming I, for you Manilow I, 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 was, I was at a, a show at the Fillmore in Detroit a rock show and I parked in the Fox Theater garage uh-huh. and uh, I'm leaving the Fox garage it was later so their show was already done and uh, I'm on the second level and I'm kind of no cars around I'm kind of going a little quick and all of a sudden this guy comes sprinting out of the doors of the stairwell or elevators and I slam on my brakes and I'm like holy shit, that was Rod Stewart. Because they, they kind of look alike, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I get outside and see the marquee. I, like, I almost hit this guy. I had a s- squeal to a stop. Uh-huh. And the marquee says Barry Manilow. And I go, oh my God, that was Barry Manilow. I just about ran him over. <laughs>
2: what was Barry Manilow doing running through the parking structure? I,
4: well, he got done with his show, and I think he was going to say bye to some people that he knew or something oh. that were leaving. And I almost ran him over. He was
2: like, whoa, with his hands up. You'd think... Uh, it was it was awesome. You'd think somebody like Barry Manilow could have the people come to the backstage. To say bye to them. Sure, right? Without running to the parking structure <laughs> and almost being struck Ooh. by a vehicle.
4: Right? <laughs> so I almost ran over Barry Manilow. There uh-huh. we
2: have it. You'll, no. you'll get him one of these days, Jim. Yeah,
3: well, I might do it quick. He ain't looking so hot these days. Oh, wow. See. He, uh, he's, he's, he's looking. Oh my.
2: Maybe I did run he's him looking, over. He's,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to speak, speak ill of Barry Manilow,
2: but. Uh, but you're going to? <laughs> but yikes. That's all I'm going to say. I think that's exactly yikes. what you mean to do. <laughs> What a jerk.
3: Uh, so besides killing Barry Manilow and slipping things through our cracks, what has been going on the last, uh,
2: last week for you guys? Oh, crap. I can never remember. You know, it's funny. Don't, like I
3: Don't start slipping through the craps cracks. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
2: I, I, oh, I, uh, did we do anything this past week? Um, did we do anything? I, no, not really. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I got, you know my, I got my haircut, Yeah man. I don't think I've done anything. Went and
3: visited uh his wife at work.
2: She, <laughs> yeah. she rubbed she rubbed my head. Did she? she, you did. Mother did, she give, did she give uh <laughs> the uh the scalp massages? Amongst other
4: Oh. You motherfucker
2: <laughs> No,
4: she always cuts my hair, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Speaking of my wife, it was her birthday on Thursday oh. or for a Friday, whatever last week. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she <laughs> doesn't listen to the show. The, the fourth, whatever day that was, <laughs> and uh, so this weekend we end up going to uh, Sunday to the Red Wings game, which was cool. Oh, did get, cool! Did they, did they win? Uh, they did win. They ah, beat, that was their home opener, and they beat the Dallas Stars. And then we went again last you guys night.
3: Had really good seats. That Not was the last first
4: night. night. We were two rows. From the back and the oh, nosebleeds, okay. and then uh, I found cheap tickets for fourth row from the ice, like dead
2: center um, yeah, for last like night's game, and, oh, that, nice. and that was really cool. And they, they, won? Lost. they won Oh, they lost. Yeah. Okay. So
3: maybe maybe you should stay away from the. Yeah, game. That's yeah right. the further away you
2: are, the more goals Mantha scores. It was fun. Manta. That's the closest he I've scored ever been. Four goals in that game, didn't he?
4: Uh, yeah, in Sunday's game. What a
2: stud, man. That was um, that was my uh, week in review. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I can never remember what I did when I get here.
3: No, that's because we didn't really do anything.
2: Honestly, yeah. it's been kind of a kind of a boring week. Kind of a slow week. Mm-hmm. Oh well, we uh, have uninteresting lives.
3: I, I I did spend a whole bunch of money that I didn't have on Blu-rays. Why? I, because sales and I don't know. I think I'm a little bit of I'm a little bit addicted to shopping. I think, hmm. <laughs> especially when it comes to like things that are usually expensive and then i find them on sale
2: well here's an interesting fact about mike that i learned Ooh, what's that um you will never buy stuff in ones you you will (laughs) never you will never buy a single item this is correct it's true what's the deal with that uh it's ocd
3: so it's it's as
2: simple as that i mean it's... it's
3: not that i won't ever i just don't like sometimes sometimes the compulsion to to have to buy things in Pairs, pairs, basically. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not even pairs. It's just one. Say like one of something. I don't know. it's like I don't see the point in just spending money on one thing. Yeah, like, two or more usually is what it is. I kind of, um,
2: I kind of get it on on Amazon where you said you got on Amazon, you bought a Blu Ray set of uh, something. I can't remember it what the, it was. It was the
3: uh, Night of the Living Dead Criterion.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yes. And you're like i got my shopping cart i don't like to buy just one thing on amazon so you're like i'll get a salad spinner too no the salad
3: (laughs) spinner was first well whatever
2: okay and then you found the blu-rays but when you're actually in a store holding an item oh i do the same thing that's when i don't really get it just buy the item i I, just do it i will i will
3: buy shit i don't need just to have a second item in my
2: what if it can it can it just be something like a like a pack of gum Or does it have to be something substantial?
3: No, I mean, I could, but usually it's like, I'm going to walk around until I find a $5 Blu-ray that I don't have or something like that. You know, it doesn't need to be expensive. I just, it's, it's a weird OCD compulsion. Like it's not crippling or anything. Like I can buy just one thing, but sometimes it's more, you know,
2: it's not, it's not crippling. Like your need to be loved. That's crippling.
3: You're a fucking asshole, man. Please love me. Oh, God. Yeah, but he can't have just
2: one girlfriend.
4: <laughs> he needs two. No. That's what, he's like, I know I will not get a relationship
3: until I have two at the ready. I mean,
4: Listen, I mean, sweetheart, listen, here's the deal.
3: Some problems are better than others, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this week we are talking about movies we've never seen before, yeah. which I am super excited to talk about because... The Blob might have been the greatest movie I've ever seen and I cannot believe I've never seen it before and we'll get there but before we do, this week's episode once again is brought to you
2: by Audible uh, That's right, so head over to audibletrial.com slash Podcast, and you can pick up a free 30 day membership and with that membership you get a free book yes. out of their thousands and thousands of books uh, pick one up for free anything you want. This week we're talking about movies we've never seen so if there's a, a book you've never read before that you're dying to check out this is a great opportunity so oh I can read it yes you can. I, can, read I it. can
3: finally read it yes
2: and that's a that's a good one for for your uh your free membership because it's 45 you, hours you, you definitely get your your money's worth that's
3: there. very true it's very true <laughs> so uh yeah once again uh, audibletrial.com the buzz to kill podcast and uh yeah go get yourself a free trial yes, you sir. get to keep
2: that book too you do get to keep the Even book. if you, you can, cancel you can cancel anytime within the 30-day uh, membership get to keep the book on audible so what a deal check it out cool all right
3: Alright, so this week, like we said, we are uh, watching a couple of movies that we rightfully should have seen as fans of the genre, mm-hmm. but never did. Mm-hmm. We corrected some wrongs.
0: Ah, yes.
2: Speaking
3: of corrections.
0: Ah, look at you.
3: Stupid! You're so stupid!
2: These segues are hot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. the only The only correction they have for this week is that uh, we were talking about California, and you were talking about California. California, and you are talking about the poop map.
2: Ah, uh, yes. And
3: where there was the, the infamous poop map, <laughs> and the quote-unquote crappiest city is in uh, cities in California. Yeah. And, uh, and you the, were the poop.
2: The poop patrol.
3: It was San Francisco. That's the crap capital of Cali, not San Diego. Okay, okay. San Diego. But you don't don't uh, crap in a whale's vagina, James. That's not the proper place to crap. I I suppose
2: you could, but... (laughs) You know, I'm actually, I'm looking at this right now. San Francisco, the Poop Patrol patrol employees make $184,000 a year.
3: I would... You know what? It's not below me. For $184,000 a year... (laughs) I mean it's a real crappy situation, but I get over
2: it. Yeah, but hundred eighty four thousand dollars in California is like like thirty thousand dollars here. No, isn't it? that's still pretty good there. Is that's it? still pretty good there, yeah. Okay. I thought uh I then...
3: mean in all fairness, you would have to pay somebody that kind of money to do that job. Oh yeah. Jeez. I would just literally I would become the biggest drug addict though. Like just take a <laughs> whole bunch of like coke before I go out and get all jacked <laughs> up, like, let's get some shit guys <laughs> <laughs> It's the only way I can get through my days. No, he
4: wouldn't. Oh boy. <laughs> I would do that job for free. Um, just for a- the enjoyment of it.
2: Actually, that's, I want I to bring... Your, I want to bring... It's <laughs> <laughs> a really shitty job. Uh, I want to bring something up. It's not really a correction, but this feels like the right segment to, to talk about it in. Okay. Uh, Mike, sometimes you say things wrong, right? No. Yes. Like uh, Like when you say dab smack. Dab smack. <laughs> Instead of smack dab. Well, another one came up over the weekend... Uh, that I need, I need, oh, I need oh. Jay to weigh in
0: on, and okay. I, and
2: also any listeners who who might um, who might use this particular turn of phrase. So instead of saying, I know this phrase is saying like if if you're talking about there being a, a large quantity of something, you say there's a whole hell of a lot. There's a whole hell of a lot, right? Sure. Mike says a hell or a, a hell of a whole lot. A hell of a whole lot. Which one is correct?
4: This, didn't we just talk about this on the last show?
2: Did we?
0: Did we? I don't I th- think I, so. I thought so. I
2: don't. No. Did, no. Did I don't, we really I don't think so? Did Hello? you? Did you listen to the last show? I did. I didn't. I...
4: <laughs> we, we recently we just did, unless it was off air. I thought I'm pretty was, sure, I thought but it was but me, I, you,
2: and John who talked about it at your apartment over the weekend. I,
3: we might have. Well, even still, even if even if we did talk I, about okay, it last
2: if week, if we did okay. talk
4: about it last week, can no you one please chimed do... in because no one listens to us? That's why. The,
3: <laughs> <laughs> if we talked about it last week, these people are just gonna have to wait. Yeah. To quote uh, Kirk Cobain.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so you have a hell of a whole lot, which is his version,
2: or a whole hell of a lot. Right. A whole hell of a lot would be the proper. Thank you. This is the first time you've ever sided with me on an argument, by the way, on this show. I think you do it just—I know just you said that me. last week too. <laughs> <laughs> so, <but you> Did <laughs> this really happen,
3: I... But if but if you're out enjoying yourself, you would say, "I'm having a hell of a good time."
2: Yeah, that's a different and "hell
3: of a" is first. A hell of a whole lot, like it's a whole lot. It's no. a hell of a whole lot. No,
2: but, no, no. no, I, no. I, it's I, well, it's diff- if, if it's different context. Lot, if,
3: if the lot has a heaven and a hell,
4: and you have a hell of a whole lot, you could have that in that sense. <laughs> yeah but if you're saying like i just got a i got a bunch of how many chickens you got in your bag i got a hell of a whole lot of chickens that right. that's unless they're from hell of a lot then that's not proper <laughs> <But> what, how <laughs>
3: would you say
2: a whole hell of a lot a whole hell of a lot i got a whole hell of a lot of chickens tongue right Here, here's, tongue here's one
4: similar to that for you i thought you were going to this one with okay. the. Uh, oh man that was a whole nother story
2: uh. <laughs> a whole nother yeah you do say a whole nother oh does he well, say that one to a lot, a lot that's of just do. my but southern
3: draw coming out you're not. That's Southern. a whole another.
2: That's a whole. That's a whole another story. <laughs> Sorry, it's a whole another story. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I guess since we're calling Mike out on his, since <laughs> we could, uh, we could also call you out on, especially.
3: Oh, that's just that. Okay, so is that as, your Southern drawl, spe-
2: especially, <laughs> especially that
3: comes out because my tongue is too big for my mouth, and sometimes pardon, I don't enunciate properly. No, I'm, my my mother has. Oh God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my God!
3: No, ever since I was a kid, I tend to talk fast, which anybody who listens to the show can yeah. can yeah we get that yeah. Um, and when I do. I tend to, it's like my big fat tongue gets in the way of my, of, no, seriously, it's like, it's like my tongue gets in the way of enunciation sometimes. And it's not that I'm purposely saying it wrong. It's like my tongue just doesn't react the way that it's supposed to when saying a word. I, I, I catch myself doing it all the time, but instead of drawing attention to it, I just kind of move past it. That's honestly what that is. It's so not if you're me speaking, being stupid. so
2: if you're speaking slowly, would you say, especially?
3: No, I would say, especially.
2: Oh, if you're speaking slowly yeah and okay that's wrong especially is wrong especially 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 what i say especially oh i didn't
3: mean to sorry <laughs> <laughs> no, it's especially uh, no like i said sometimes it happens though i, I just
2: we're going to work on this this is going to be a weekly segment speech, where we speech where we're spe- speech with speech, and, the speech and diction with mike mike and well, uh... that's
3: actually a good thing i used to not say you couldn't you, you used to not be able to hear the 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 ed i'm buzzed when I would say the Buzzkill podcast. Yeah. I have to really concentrate on that because if I say it really fast, it's the Buzzkill podcast. Yeah, it's not that I'm saying it wrong; it just doesn't come out. Right, I don't know. It's weird. Whatever. It is what it is. Um.
2: Anyway, <laughs> that's all I got for corrections this week. All right. Well, this week, like we said, we're talking about movies that we've never seen before. Yes. So I had never seen the original. The hills have eyes Classic. in its entirety I've Classic. seen I've seen many scenes from it but never the entire thing mm-hmm. Michael here has never, never seen the blob the
3: 1988 blob 1980. now, have you now seen any I will other say ones? this well, it was only the one original. And there's, there's sequels. 1958,
2: like, 1972, and Oh, there was a 72 yeah. one as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think
3: I knew that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no, I haven't actually. Um, and this would actually be a really fun uh, compare-contrast episode maybe in the future. Yeah. I mean, granted, we're already talking about The Blob tonight, sure. but we can just not spend as much time on that and talk about the originals. Um So the original Blob, to me, was sort of how you were with uh, The Hills Have Eyes. I've seen a lot of scenes from the Blob, like all the pivotal scenes. Yeah. You know, being a fan of the genre, you you see them places, you know, in documentaries, or people talking about them or online, whatever. I've just never actually sat down and watched the entire movie. Yeah. Um, Which I feel like I would love it because I love those old black and white campy sci-fi movies yeah I, they're, they're awesome to me i love them it's
2: kind of a new thing for you uh, well you the used black to, and white part is yeah a new thing. you used, I used to not be able to watch black and white right it, it was just
3: an aesthetic thing yeah it, it bored me it was just a, it was like a boring i'm
0: bored with this you're boring you've boring
3: colors <laughs> um but uh no i i now i love them though like i, I can't get enough of them mm-hmm. but i still have to be in the right mood for them i think that's with a lot of people
2: it's a mood piece
3: it's a mood piece <laughs> but um Anyway, yeah, so uh, I do need to see the original, but the nineteen eighty eight though was so, and we'll get into this later. But amazingly effects heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like the thing level effects heavy, and. Oh! <laughs> like I, I just want to get into it right now, but we just need keep, to, keep
2: yeah. your keep your pants on, okay? We've I'm, got sorry. more. We've got other things to get to here. I'm sorry. So since uh, since we were watching, <laughs> <laughs> you were like a you were like a scorned child just then. I'm I'm really sorry. Um, since we since we have never seen these movies, Mike went out and find us found us a beer that we've never had. Yes. Which is not <laughs> terribly uncommon on this show, but this, okay. Uh, so
3: this was this was a difficult episode to find a beer for. Did they cool down enough? Do you think? Oh, they did. They, they did cooled good. down. Um, this is a difficult beer to find something for because both the blob and the hills have eyes are not not very appealing things to name a beer after, <laughs> and don't even have appealing aspects to really name anything after. Mm. Um, so not only have we ever never had this beer before,
2: the hills have rise. Are you kidding me?
3: Oh, they should make that.
2: Yeah. Duh. That should that. I just proved you wrong, bitch.
3: Um, <laughs> anyway, this um, this is from Shorts Brewery. Uh, this is a beer called Fload.
2: Fload. F L O A D.
3: It sounds kind of gross. It's, it's like
2: it's like toad with an F L. I'm I'm guess is it like uh, like flavor overload? Might be or flavor flavor load.
3: <laughs> if we if we argue a lot this episode, I'm we're, we're sorry. Our our emotions are running high. We have a very heavy Fload this episode. <laughs>
2: Oh my god. Um. Um,
3: no, the, the label on this one though is more the reason that I chose it. Yeah, it's the uh, art. It, it actually, so there's a, this is a raspberry sour, and on the label there's a raspberry with like this pink juice coming out of it, like juicy blobby looking stuff, and it yeah. kinda looks like the blob. Yes. So that's why I went with it. Um, again, not the most perfect beer, but it fits. So.
2: So, Fload from Short's Brew is a dark American sour ale brewed with raspberries. Uh, very dark in color with a red hue and mauve head. This beer smells of fresh fruit, sour raspberries, and a hint of chocolate. Leading with an intense raspberry tartness, Floed is complemented with a light chocolate malty backbone. The finish is dry with a lingering sourness. Ooh, it's 8. 9 oh, it's 8.9 ABV. I didn't realize it was that high. 10 IBUs and 12, L- 12 TA. What the hell does that yeah, mean? Yeah,
3: so nowhere on the bottle does it say anything <coughs> about chocolate. Are you good, Jay? Oh, we're good. Oh, we're good. I, again, good. usually it's cocoa they use, and there's no there's cacao. no dairy in cacao. cacao. But still, All right. it doesn't say. It makes Ooh. sense, though. Raspberry and chocolate's a damn good pairing.
2: When you smell it, I, you can smell a raspberry and chocolate. Oh, yeah.
3: That's a that sound. Mm. <sighs> i don't even want to drink it i just want to smell it yeah
2: here cheers boys
3: it smells like san francisco <laughs> <laughs> oh god
2: mm. oh my that's good that's so holy... i could that's very uh raspberry little... tart it's very raspberry very tart
3: i will say this raspberries are not my favorite berries
2: Oh, I like um, no,
3: I like raspberries. No, I like them. They're not my favorite, though. Don't you? what, what you're mean, telling us is that you
2: hate raspberries. That's not
3: what I'm saying, okay. literally at all. All right, well. Um, <clears throat> they, uh, this, this is very, very raspberry forward, though. Yeah. Right? There's a, when you eat raspberries, there's a tartness that mm-hmm. really <clears throat> like just kind of sticks with you for a bit, and yeah. this beer absolutely has that. So, just home run on the flavoring of this yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. Home run. This I'm not might... getting any of the chocolate, though.
2: Oh, really? Uh-uh. I'm getting it heavy. Also, coffee a little bit. Um... This might be the most tart sour I've ever had.
3: The most lasting tart, yeah. I've had I've had other sours that mm, it's like it sticks behind your teeth a little bit. I'm mean, like when you go to clear your mouth with your tongue, <laughs> shut up. You can you can it it lingers though. You know what I'm saying? When you're and trying to
4: clear the float out of your mouth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of the Red Wings, um,
4: <laughs> it, it it reminds me of the uh, the old Warheads
2: candies. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. yeah <laughs> What's the beer du jour? Um. <laughs> oh, that's the beer of the day. This is really good,
3: though. This is really, really good. I, this is might, good. This might actually make me like raspberries more. Yeah. Just drink a whole bunch of this and then regular raspberries.
4: Isn't this also an Amada
2: Smell song? Uh,
4: Already we'll all float on. Our...
2: <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yep. All right. Well, um, now that we got that out of the way, let's uh. get to the important stuff, shall we? Yeah. Uh, we're going to call up Jimmy Tony. We're
3: going to do that. Oh, all right.
2: Uh, I think he's got some stuff to tell us about the MCU. Oh. So okay. let's do it.
0: It's Jimmy Tony's Marvelous
3: Minute. Jimmy Tony. Yeah. How you doing? boys, I gotta be honest here.
0: I, uh, I grabbed myself a rummer of my favorite toilet wine, strawberry double surprise.
1: <laughs> I sat
0: down to watch this film. And then something, something peculiar started to happen. I'm sitting there being drawn in by the narrative about a half hour into the picture. I'm starting to think, man, I'm drunker than Cooter Brown right now. <laughs> then you know what? Damn it. If I didn't realize I was starting to trip, Balls, man. Oh, really? I I was seeing shapes and colors that don't exist in this world. I was tumbling through space and time, losses of ball and high weeds. And then things kind of evened out for a while. I got back into the movie. I. Watch Doctor Strange learn kung fu or some shit and complain about his hands not working. Then all of a sudden we was off to the races again, boys. I started tripping out even harder, and by the end of the movie, time was literally moving in reverse. It was the wildest damn thing. So, uh, I got to oh. apologize, boys. I, this ain't this ain't a real good movie review. Because I think I got a bad batch—the of the old strawberry double surprise there,
3: fellas. Uh, well, first, first off, Jimmy Tony, I don't think you were tripping. the The movie it, I've seen Doctor Strange, the, the movie is just kind of like that. Say what? Like, like with the cities all folding in on themselves and everything yeah, else. Yeah. That that actually happened in the movie. You When you saw it, I, I was not tripping. I promise you. That is how the movie actually is. No, oh, man. Yeah. Yep. It is. And, and, and while we're on the topic, I got to ask you, I got to ask you, yeah. uh, why exactly do you call it strawberry double surprise?
0: Oh, strawberry double surprise. You guys got to try it. First of all, first surprise is that uh, that it even tastes like strawberries at all because there ain't no fruit in that recipe, boys. Uh, the second surprise is that for three days after you drink it, it don't matter if you're doing ones or twos in the turlet. Whatever's coming out is redder than the devil's ass. <laughs> wow! The first time it happens to you, it is disconcerting to say the very least. <laughs> the first
3: time you drink red wine. I <laughs> don't
0: drink the red wine, man. That's bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. Strawberry double surprise. I'll bring you boys some next time I come Ooh. out. Uh, uh,
3: uh, please, please don't. Uh,
0: you're, well, you're gonna drink and you're gonna like it, you <sighs> dumb bitch. All right, how about some scores to wrap this up, boys?
3: All right, let's hear him.
0: All right, Dr. Strange himself gets a 20. Oh. Because uh, he didn't have to change his name after he became a superhero. So that's $10 that he saved on court fees for them to <laughs> enter the order to change his name. And $10 for the certified copy of that order for a grand total of 20.
3: How many well, times have you changed your name that you know this?
0: Uh, it's been it's been a few. It's mostly to avoid the law. <laughs> uh, boys, using your birth name as a superhero name—that's just good business, right there. <laughs> uh, Strange's girlfriend, Dr. Regina George, gets a ten for proving everybody wrong and growing up and making something of herself. Man, I knew I knew she wasn't as bad as everyone made her out to be when that documentary about bullying came out in 2004. You, <laughs> y'all seen it, right? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, mean Girls. Oh, <laughs> you guys seen that
3: one? Um, yeah, I, I think I have actually. I think so. It is heartbreaking,
0: very heartbreaking. But I... I knew that she was gonna. I was. I knew. I. I knew that she had good in her. You know what do- I mean?
3: Documentary, huh? Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay.
0: So, so actually, uh, I guess I'm. I'm gonna do one on the fly here, boys. Now that I know I wasn't tripping out of my mind the whole time.
3: I'm going to give the makers of this film a 1,994. Uh, Wow, that's high praise. Why is that?
0: Well, because 1994 was the last time I was as high as I thought I was while watching this (laughs) flick. Coincidentally, that's also the year my poor mama unwittingly became the biggest drug dealer east of the Mississippi. But that's a story for another time, boys. Oh, oh.
3: Do do you remember what you were tripping on?
0: Uh, Can we at least get that? No, man. It's a, I told you it's a story for a different time. All right.
3: I expect to hear the story, though.
0: Oh, it'll pop up one of these days. I promise you. <laughs> Overall, I'm going to give Doctor Strange... Uh, I, this was another worldly sort of experience for me. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 wow. just for that,
3: man. A perfect score.
0: Perfect score.
3: Dang. That's the, That's the first perfect score of the MCU so far. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well... There you have it, boys. You you make a you make a movie that makes me think that I'm high out of my mind. That's what's gonna happen. So, it's uh it's gonna be a tough one to top, boys.
3: All right. Well, they're gonna try. I promise you that.
0: All right. Well, that's it for me, fellas. All right,
3: Jimmy, Tony. Uh, don't don't drink too much of the strawberry double surprise now. okay? Don't
0: tell me what to do. I'm I'm about to I'm about to crack another a- bot right now.
3: A- at least just don't kiss anybody afterwards.
0: You wish, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later, ladies. <sighs> All right, right Jimmy.
3: That's just gross. Wow. That's just. I'm, what, I'm. I'm. I don't even want to drink my beer now. What,
4: what kind of ingredients do you think are in a strawberry double surprise?
3: Whatever he ate the night before. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I'm getting out of it. And long it's How long's it been sitting in that toilet to, in that turlet to ferment? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he doesn't have running plumbing. So. What are you guys talking about? Oh, man? hey, James is back. Yeah. Your
4: uh, your cousin was drinking some strawberry double surprise. Do you know oh, anything about yeah. this? yeah, it's
2: great. You've had it. Yeah, it's good. Hot. Yeah. Uh, weird side effects. I won't. I won't get into it unless he already did. Uh,
3: nope, nope.
2: The uh, the, the what happens to you in the bathroom after we're oh yeah, the redness, the redness,
3: the yeah, redness, yeah, yeah.
2: It's shocking. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. And that was Jimmy Tony. Let's get into the bleed feed. All right. Shut um, up. What? What? What'd you say? I said. Sh- I said, shut up. <laughs>
3: oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. I got to start off the bleed feed in um, bad fashion here. Uh, rest in peace to Ryan Nicholson. Uh, Ryan Nicholson, probably not a name that you know, um, you know, off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's a special effects artist and director. He did a movie, directed a movie called Dutterball not too long ago, which was like uh, the cover of it was like Maniac only it was like gutter ball and he had a bowling pin in his hand instead of a knife. Yeah. I never actually saw it, but I've seen that cover art a lot. Mm-hmm. So now I kind of want to go visit it and see uh, see what it's all about. Uh, but he was a special effects fartist, uh, first and foremost.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. You just said special effects fartist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Some, mean to be disrespectful during us. Someone's got to design those, all right?
3: <laughs> um, no, uh, he was a special effects artist, though. You and He know. worked on... Uh, an, an absurd amount of stuff. He worked on a Scary Movie, uh, The New The Predator, The Outer Limits, Mission to Mars, Final Destination, Dreamcatcher, Elf, Chronicles of Riddick, Blade Trinity, Ghost Rider, Blair Witch, a ton more. Mm-hmm. He won um, he won two awards for his work on Andromeda, or one award, I believe. He was nominated for a couple. I think he won one for his work on Andromeda. So the guy's been around for a long time. Uh, but he passed away at the age of 47, Mm. Uh, due to brain cancer. Oh man. It sounds like. Yeah, that um sucks. yeah, so that uh that's it's I mean it sucks when anybody dies obviously, but at that at that age it's just it's you know, doubly as as, as shitty. Yeah, yeah it's you awful. Know? Uh so rest in peace to Ryan Nicholson. Um I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch Dream actually I've been wanting to watch Dreamcatcher again for a long time. Oh I
2: haven't seen that yet. Oh it's Is it's, it it's a weird, weird movie. It's good though.
3: There's a shit demon in it. Legitimately. Oh Spoilers. Oh, jeez, thanks,
2: <laughs> jerk.
3: You know what? That really doesn't give anything away. It yeah. really
2: doesn't. Okay, well. well
3: um, okay, speaking of uh, shit demons, Nickelodeon. That's a, that's a good segue, right? <laughs> segue! Um, if you don't have access to Nickelodeon uh, in the age of cable cord cutting, like myself, mm-hmm. um, uh, and you're wanting to watch uh, some nostalgia throwback in the, in the form of Are You Afraid of the Dark?,
2: what? I'm sorry, you said something weird again. <laughs> I know you're trying to say nostalgia, but you're like, Stolja? Maybe nostalgia. it was just his big tongue getting in the <laughs> way. Flipping it's words that, around. It's and that stuff. big-ass tongue of yours. Hey, man. If you want to watch some Stolja <laughs> throwbacks. <laughs> it sounds like it, like from Fargo. Want to watch some Stolja throwbacks? Well, it's real sir. nostalgic.
3: <laughs> anyway, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? The new, the new series uh, um, is coming out this Friday, so by, nice. by the time this airs, it will already be out. But if you don't have Nickelodeon and you want to watch at least some of it, they've already uploaded... The very first episode to the YouTube page. Oh, nice! And now this is only a three-episode run. It's a mini series, so you're getting a third of it for free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you can check that out, and if you uh, if you love it, then you can figure out ways to watch the rest. But uh, that's pretty cool. You yeah. know, I like when they 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 wet your appetite a little bit, wet your whistle a little bit with uh, a little bit of YouTube. Uh, the following two episodes are going to be released on uh, October 18th and 25th, respectively. So nice. There you go. All
1: right.
3: Uh, Some Halloween kills news okay uh some behind the scenes photos seem to show that part of the film will indeed take place at haddonfield memorial hospital uh haddonfield memorial you'll remember was the main setting for halloween 2 mm-hmm. so it's like, even though they retconned it they're bringing back a lot of you know we've already heard that a lot of old characters are coming back to be in halloween kills yeah the sheriff, uh, the character Tom, uh, not Tommy Jarvis, wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong, um, uh, Doyle, Tommy Doyle is that Tommy, Doyle. Tommy Doyle uh, being played by um, Michael Anthony Michael Hall. There we go. Oh Anthony yeah, Michael yeah. Hall. Uh, the other little girl, I can't remember her name. Who, uh, uh, who, uh, Laurie Strode was. Um, oh, uh, words are hard tonight. Babysitting.
2: Yeah, that was she back in the day that she was played by Kyle Richards. Yes, correct? And Richards Kyle is Richards, Richards back. is yep. reprising that role.
3: Uh, the new the oh, the sheriff um, Annie's father is also coming back.
2: Okay,
3: uh, original actor. So we're getting a lot of the original actors. Natchez is coming back. Cool. Plus, it's being set in the hospital, so it's almost like this might be a retelling, you know, of Halloween two. Yeah, ish. Sure, maybe in spirit. It might be, I
2: don't know. Might be pretty cool. I, mean, I think a hospital is a spooky and awesome setting for I a for a, a horror movie I completely
3: so. agree. Remember that movie X-ray we watched? <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah. I love that movie. It's great, It's right? so good. Um so anyway, that's that's I'm just looking forward to this new Halloween movie so all this new information that drops is just awesome for mm-hmm. me. Um, also speaking of awesome, uh, the last drive in with Joe Bob Briggs is finally returning after a long absence. Uh, he's coming back this Halloween season with Joe Bob's Halloween hootenanny. uh. Ah. your cousin would love it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was it really that long of an absence?
3: Uh, they've been off the air since midsummer, I think.
2: I not, mean, not that, was like, mid-summer, that was like two months ago.
3: Listen, this is a hole in my heart, okay? <laughs> I actually watched most of them live when they were... Uh... Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. It was great. I can't wait for this. Um, as the uh, as Joe Bob here says himself, as we were preparing for Season 2 of The Last Drive-In, we unearthed three forgotten gems that were all Halloween-themed and decided it was time for Halloween Hootenanny. Or maybe I'm lying about that, and we're programming three iconic Halloween favorites. Or maybe we're counter-programming with flicks that have absolutely nothing to do with Halloween. The great thing about spending October 25th with us is that, as Forrest Gump says, you never know what you're going to get. What we can promise is, A, I will be ridiculously nerdy about horror, and B, Darcy the male girl will probably disagree with me. Uh, It's great to be back. I miss Shudder and the Shudder faithful, says Briggs. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I love Joe Broad. He's fantastic. Yeah, who the hell don't? Who the hell don't? (laughs) Who the hell though? <laughs> uh, so that, that'll be fun though to uh, get back with him. That is the uh, night before our Halloween party that we're doing this year.
2: Uh, yeah. So another reason. Well, I will be at a show though. Well, what are you going to see? Taking Back Sunday. Oh, well, I will not be. You're not going to that. No, I've seen Taking Back Sunday well, enough.
3: Loser. I'm good. But uh, Sorry. yeah. Anyway, um, let's see here. Moving on. <laughs> uh, James Wan is producing a new live action horror series based on the Dylan Dog comic books now dylan dog was brought to life on the main screen in 2011 by brandon ralph yeah we did not like that movie nah, that at movie all sucked. it was not good so hopefully with Juan behind it you know a complete you know retelling of the story mm-hmm. we'll get somebody i'm not gonna say that brandon ralph was bad i
2: like brandon ralph i just uh, said right. he
3: wasn't right for the role no. um the movie wasn't the greatest yeah you know it's fucking up. fucking Ryan loved it.
2: Yeah, which says which says <laughs> which everything is, yeah. you need to know. <laughs> that tells you that it sucked. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, who would you like to see? Who do you think, off the top of your head?
2: Oh boy, I don't see. I don't know much about the comics, so I
3: don't either. But just judging from it's a it's a supernatural like detective story. Who do you want to see as Dylan Dog? Oh,
0: carrot top, dude, obviously. <laughs>
3: You know what? I'm okay with it. Right? Actually, I was thinking that the um the dude from I can't think of his name for some reason. Uh, he was in Fifty Fifty opposite Seth Rogen. Um.
2: Oh. Um, why can't uh, I think of his name? Why do you do this to me? I don't this, know, but I, oh I'm usually God. good at names until you can't remember one. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes.
3: So I've never seen Joseph Gordon-Levitt in like anything supernatural or horror. Yeah. And I kind of feel like he would kind of be like a good kind of half funny half detective East i don't know I, i'm I think it'd be also kind of a
2: cool i'm also just because because of his track record and how awesome he is i'm i'm uh, i'm thinking chuck spadina would be pretty good too chuck spadina fucking chuck spadina keanu, keanu reeves yes, if you I'm don't know it. yes i know <laughs> i, I know. was
4: thinking first thing popped my head was Ernest. You know
2: what i mean dog <laughs> back from the dead back from the to dead. play dylan dodd that would actually be pretty appropriate <laughs> dylan, for some reason
3: dylan you know what i mean burn dog <laughs> That's big that's, that's they... <laughs> I got to watch uh, Ernest Scared Stupid this oh, year. Dude, yeah. so good. It's so bad. The yeah. Holloman Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I have it on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best way to watch it.
2: Well, unless you had a laser desk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to
4: eBay. <laughs> Make sure to buy double copies.
2: Yeah. Double copies. Can't, well, you yeah. can't just have one.
3: Well, that's true. A
2: sealed <laughs> copy.
3: I need a sealed
4: copy. There, you know, have there we go.
2: It.
3: Okay, gotcha. All right, I'm um, moving on here. Um Netflix. Uh Netflix relaunched Lost in Space last year. It was fantastic. I didn't watch it. It was such a good series. I loved every second of it. And if you're like me and you loved it, then you'll be excited to know that Lost in Space returns December twenty fourth. Merry Christmas. Uh this uh season seems like the Robertsons are out looking for the robot. The robot seems to have gone missing.
2: What season? Two. Okay, so you want to talk about a long hiatus? That's been. I mean, that's standard. Didn't it come? Didn't yeah. it come out? Didn't it come out in the beginning of twenty eighteen? Uh, I would
3: need to look that up, but it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. <laughs> but uh, a lot of shows on Netflix. Uh, yeah, do that take is standard for a, Netflix. A, but... You know, pretty long time because yeah. they. Cause I don't think that they necessarily renew them right away. Mm. So that could have been why too. I don't know if they wanted to wait for, you know. Well, yeah. something like that, the too. To they might
4: in. not be sure how it's going to roll over.
3: Exactly. So they're it's not going to start filming
4: right away. You know? Exactly.
3: Uh, I loved it, though. I thought it was fantastic. Parker Posey's in it, and she's always fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, season two looks to be pretty awesome from the uh, from the description of it. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, also, speaking of being on the lookout for stuff, I have the hiccups. And James, what's on blue? <laughs>
2: um, Nothing. Oh. Back to you, Johnny.
3: <laughs> Still got the hiccups. <laughs>
2: Shit. Better get rid of the hiccups because I've um, got no blues this week.
3: Here's another thing that we are we are biting our, our fingernails, literally waiting for. Yeah. Mine are mine are gone.
2: Yeah, mine too. And that is
3: a certain uh Castle Rock season two. Oh. Right? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's been like misery waiting for it. Ah, it. it. All right. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: so, <laughs> so Hulu has put out Hulu has put out this really awesome promo material for Castle Rock season two. Oh. Uh, it's 14 minutes long. Oh, it's on it's on YouTube. And basically, what it is is you are sitting shot uh, sitting shotgun in a car. Mm-hmm. And it's a car that is just literally driving down back roads through the woods on its way to Castle Rock okay. for 14 straight minutes. And it never it never changes your perspective. You're just sitting in a passenger seat of a car. You can see the radio dial in front of you, and it keeps changing to different radio stations. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing news reports and uh, advertisements and all that. And then the, the stations themselves are changing the numbers. Mm-hmm. And to me, they're all spelling out different dates which I think are corresponding to different Stephen King books mm-hmm. that may or may not have to do with Castle Rock Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they're driving, there's different signs on the sides of the road and people you see on the side of the road. They're all Stephen King Easter eggs. Every one of them. Now, being that I'm not as well-versed in Stephen King, even as you or as a lot of other people. I
2: mean, I'm... I'm. You're yeah, more I'm, than me, but
3: yeah. yeah. Um, it. If you're a Stephen King diehard, this is probably a wet dream. Yeah. Like just watching all these different things all in one place. Like, it's just very, well, very yeah. Cool. In
2: season one, the little teaser they put out in season one, people pick that apart frame by frame to find out you know like and that was the even the first one where it was just it was literally saying names of different books you know what i mean and it was and people are like oh my god like what character from this book is going to be in there and what character from this book so season two this is this is cool i need to watch this yeah season two
3: is uh takes place in jerusalem's lot or at Mm -hmm. least part of it is in jerusalem's lot Mm -hmm. um and you have annie wilkes from misery you have you know all that stuff so Mm -hmm. it's very very she is in misery right i've never actually read it
2: any Wilkes? Yeah, that's yeah. misery. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, so yeah, I, I'm just I, I'm excited for it because it's really good storytelling, even if you don't know all of the books. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't almost don't even need to. It helps and it adds a whole new layer of depth. A whole nother
2: layer. Mm. A whole, whole other layer. A whole
3: new world, if you will. <laughs> Shining, shimmering splendor
2: to the sea. Splendid. Splendid. splendid Jeez, man, come on. <laughs> Can you do anything right? <laughs>
3: No, James, I can't. Yeah, I know. All right, that's it for the news. Oh.
2: You've, 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 you've
3: destroyed my will. You've destroyed my will <laughs> you know, to continue in the news. I'll give Mike
4: the benefit of the doubt for that one because uh, I've heard a lot of people say shine and shimmering splendor. Oh, you know what? That's a Dane Cook thing. He does that. Oh, is right? that what it yeah.
3: is? Yeah. And I've heard so the people he say. It. it up, and now everybody.
2: Maybe maybe stop watching Dane Cook specials. Yeah. I did, 10 years ago,
3: but <laughs> <laughs> they stick in my fucking head.
2: <laughs> All right, so... Who shit on the
3: coats? <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's going to bring us anyway to our stupid fact of the day. So, gentlemen, what are we talking about today? Uh, things that we've never what's seen the, What's before? the title? Oh, The Blah. You haven't seen you what? You haven't seen what? You haven't seen what? So I'm going to give you a little fact about someone who hasn't seen What? <laughs> That's right. So we got some fact about Stevie Wonder. Right? <laughs> he hasn't seen anything his entire life, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. So he was born steve Hardaway Judkins.
3: Steve-Land. steve Yes, steve I've oh, never heard of the that. name steve before. No.
4: I... I, I think it's kind of awesome.
2: Oh, yeah, I it's mean, a very cool name. steve Lind. steve I just didn't know that was his real name. That's I wild.
4: So, Steve Lynn Hardaway, Judkins, was born uh, uh, six weeks early, actually, mm. and the stunted growth of blood vessels in the back of his eyes caused his retinas to detach, and the oxygen pumped into his incubator made the conditions worse, leaving him permanently
2: blind. Oh, wow. What a downer. So, is that, uh, <laughs> so the, well, I guess, so He had they had no choice but to put him in an incubator. Right. Because he was, was born premature. Right. Wow, so it was just like, just the circumstances were... Just... A completely wrong circumstances wow. together. Wow. that's too bad.
3: You didn't see that coming.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, phenomenal musician though. Yeah, I was gonna... of
3: course, it's Stevie Wonder. He's one of the greatest oh, yeah, ever lived. Amazing. Like that was like, and I will, I will say, that I think it's because he lost his sight that he is as good as he is. You know what oh I'm yeah, I'm, I guarantee you that that put him on a path to absolute greatness. Had he, if he could have seen, I, his life would have been completely different. Well, well I, I say when this.
4: you when you lose one of your senses or are born without it, all mm-hmm. your other senses just jump up in
2: how strong yeah. they are. Right. You know.
3: Uh, if you guys, if you guys had to choose a sense to lose, what would it
2: be? Uh, taste. Really, taste. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because well, they say that eighty percent of taste is smell. Mm-hmm. So if you could still smell things, essentially you could still kind of taste them, but you would have the added uh, bonus of. Being able to do party tricks like people hand you whatever and you'll say i'll eat whatever the fuck you
3: give me i still wouldn't be able to eat mustard (laughs)
2: yes because (laughs) Because the smell because you you just plug your nose kills me but but think about it if you plug your nose and you eat something you can barely taste it right that's true so if you still had your sense of smell
3: okay let's make
4: this i think
2: that's the easiest out i dig that one yeah i uh, just i just took the easiest out
3: if you had to choose between blindness or deafness though if
2: you had to choose oh geez um I, uh, deafness, I think.
3: I, I agree. Yeah. Not being able to see would be, I think, so much worse than...
2: People People who can navigate the world without eyesight amaze so, me. And some people can do it. Like, some people are amazing at it. Like, there's a
3: guy that at my work. I see him weekly. Mm-hmm. He will get off the bus at the corner of uh, the side street in Jefferson yeah. their, uh, or the churches. Yeah. He gets off the bus and he pulls his cane out and mm-hmm. he's completely blind. hmm and he will walk from the bus stop, like, down the street and he hangs like rights or whatever, like he knows his exact path yeah. to get home. Yeah, I don't understand how he does it. And like, I'm not saying that like that. I, I just I am I'm stupid. Like I don't think I could do it.
2: I mean you could. Right? I, just, I get
3: it... that I get that you learn how to do it and this and that, I get yeah. that. But like I would be so nerve wracking because you don't know what other people are going to do. You well, can't see to avoid things. You es- can't like,
2: especially if it, if it was a congenital thing. If you were born without eyesight, you wouldn't know any different. So that's so true. Getting I getting just, through life without eyesight wouldn't really be. I give a thing.
3: I give those guys all the props in the world. Oh, though, yeah. Like it's it's insanely. Like, I look at that and I go. I
2: Really, it's crazy. Really, it's anybody like, who doesn't have one or more of their senses, it's yeah. it's crazy, you know. Like I, there's there's people who can't feel anything. Who like I, I saw this thing about a little girl who couldn't feel anything, so she was just constantly breaking bones and stuff and had no idea. Yeah, you know what I mean? I've heard
3: of that. I've actually heard of that. The it's flick crazy. Before, yeah,
2: it's it's uh, it's weird, man. Mm. Like we're we're very fortunate <laughs> to have all of our senses, you know. It's it's something that you take for granted because you don't think about what it would be like even to not have something like. A sense of smell which even your sense of smell can can help you like sure if if gas is leaking in your house and you can't smell it sure you know there's like but
3: but then you also wouldn't be able to smell rotten eggs which isn't necessarily a bad thing yeah that's
4: true (laughs) I I don't know which I would be able to pick man because like I use my ears on a daily basis for a career yeah you know and and I'm very very critical about how I protect them always having earplugs on me for loud situations right you know anything fireworks are on I'm putting you know earplugs in my ears because I want to have these for the rest of my life yeah so, I but I don't know if I would be able to go throughout the world not being able to see anything. Yeah. But but if I would not be able to hear anything, that's I I, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's, oh, that's huge. I
2: don't know though. Look at Beethoven. He was deaf. Right. Right. And he was, and but, he's one of the greatest composers composers of all time. But as
4: far as mixing music,
2: yeah, you have to be yeah. able to hear. Oh, I, I yeah, I've that's...
4: always wanted to try to mix a song with my monitors turned off and just judge by watching the levels where things are at and know how my system reacts.
2: I mean, I'm sure eventually you could. Even at this point, you know
4: where i want things when i'm watching it and you you know
2: and you could feel the bass too oh sure i mean so you could i don't know it'd be kind of interesting i'd i'd be interested to see what you could do i think i think i could
4: learn i think i as much as i use my ears i would have to get rid of my ears if i had to choose between the two
2: yeah weird
3: what beethoven was deaf yes the movie star (laughs) what Oh. How did they hear him when he whistled? <laughs> the, the, we're, talking <laughs> about the, we're talking about the St. Bernard, right?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was deaf.
3: No shit! Yeah, isn't that
2: amazing? Wow. And he was still such a fabulous actor.
3: What a <laughs> dog. Mad, mad
2: props! Learn something new every day. Speaking of learning something new, thank you, Jay, for that uh, bit of useful information. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> so there we go. That was your stupid fact of the day. And boom! That was the news. All the, right. The
3: bees and your booms are just like... Stunning. That's perfect. Thanks, Just man. Just stunning. Perfect.
4: Could you feel the bass?
3: I, I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rumbling in my soul. All right. Um, so that, that will bring us to uh, the tofu.
2: The tofu. We're going to um, take a little break here, and when we get back... I'm going to cream all over the blob. Oh, God. That's,
3: that's what I'm going to do.
2: I'm leaving. You always make me so <laughs> uncomfortable. I'm gone too. Have fun. We'll be well, back.
3: Get some by myself.
0: Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous
2: images that defy description. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about the uh, the singer of Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> She's okay. Being a softcore porn star now. Cuz this was brought up like a couple weeks <laughs> ago
4: or something. Did
3: I watch the wrong movies this week?
2: <laughs> this is uh so Jay. Was you this brought- supposed
3: to be the Hills Have Thighs? <laughs> and well, I guess the blob actually <laughs> works.
2: The gl- the glob? It's a glob. Oh God! Oh, gross. I don't know, Jay. You brought this. Did you bring this up on the on on the show a couple, yeah, weeks, a
4: couple ago? weeks ago? A couple weeks ago, where a uh, uh, singer of a band. I couldn't remember which band it was, and it's I couldn't It's a drummer. Find it's
2: a dr- that's why it was. That's why you were looking for okay. drummers, oh, and, which and we all know from experience. Drummers are the most likely to become uh, softcore porn they stars, are, right? They all that's do true. it because Jay. You started with softcore porn shortly after the demise of our many bands.
4: Well, that's how I got into the music
2: business, actually. Oh, you went from softcore porn yeah. to music, <laughs> and then was... back to softcore porn. He
3: actually started as the sound designer for porns. <laughs> oh
2: God! Could you imagine? <laughs> just... oh, I want to be a foley artist there's, there's on porn. Of, there's, there's a lot of <laughs> no. There's a lot just of... just just a giant jar of mayonnaise and a fist. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there's a lot of cantaloupe involved. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently the drummer from Five Five Finger Death Punch is a uh, is doing horror-inspired softcore porn now, and uh, I'm kind I'm kind of into it.
3: Oh, are, are you? Yeah, I want to see it. Um, I just really hope that none of his pornos does have anything to do with the Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. He's got, oh man, it's called his, uh, his. <laughs> no word on if you'll see Jeremy Spencer's sixth finger in the films. But, <laughs> but Lady Killer TV is strictly softcore, which means simulated sex instead of straight up porno. Each episode will spoof a classic horror movie. Include, oh, including the Exorcist, <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, and The Shining. Dude, oh, this oh. is look at this picture from the Shining one. <laughs> okay, okay, we we, we we're joke, gonna do an episode. We joke about, about this.
3: doing porn parody things, but softcore I
2: think is okay. I'll do softcore. I won't. I won't ever do a hardcore porn parody episode because sitting here and talking about hardcore porn with you guys just feels going to be icky to me. It's going
3: to be eating mayonnaise by this <laughs> oh, point
2: as, as you're talking about. Oh it. my god. <laughs>
3: oh geez um that would be fun though that, that could actually be kind of fun yeah, like, like is... picture a horror version of like red shoe diaries it's like it's <laughs> i mean it, they, they might as well be able to show
2: that in elementary school right red <laughs> shoe diaries that was dan uh um, david dacovny david oh my yeah. gosh i used to watch that scrambled <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> until my parents got until my parents got showtime and then uh, i got yeah. then i got the whole shebang oh the whole shebang You know she bangs.
3: (laughs) She bangs. She bangs. Oh, baby.
2: (laughs) All right, let's talk about some movies.
3: All right, The Hills Have Thighs from 1977. Uh, No, uh, The Hills Have Eyes from 1977, directed by um, the legend Wes Craven.
2: Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. oh oh well, what were you gonna say I thought it was the uh, West Craven.
3: oh west cravan yeah that's uh that's, that's not correct
2: no that, that's that's <laughs> the, that was actually the guy well, who directed the hills Have well, Thighs. West
3: Craven did do porn in all fairness so perhaps that was his name when he was doing porn tell me about this he worked on porn I'm pretty sure he either directed or worked on a porn set before he did or during he well the time when um last house and left came out really yeah um, hmm. it's not um, it's not anything that he ever talked about so information on it is very scarce but hmm. it is out there yeah interesting he definitely started his career on porn and actually uh, in the liner notes of this movie on uh, you know the the always trustworthy IMDB
1: <laughs>
3: it was actually saying that uh, that he, um, let's see here, nope, I didn't actually write it down, but uh, this movie was uh, is said to be shot on equipment he borrowed from a porn director. Oh, nice. So okay. there's there's a link there. That's why,
2: that's why all those weird smudges were on the lens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. All right.
3: Okay, so uh, synopsis here. On the way to California, a family has the misfortune to have their car break down in an area close to the public. And is inhabited by violent savages ready to attack. Yeah, that's, uh, that's actually pretty. It's pretty spot
2: on. It's pretty good. It's pretty um, good. IMDb. So Ever, you even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? There you go. Uh, so you've never seen this? Uh, no, not in its entirety. No.
3: Okay, so being that this this portion of the tofu is going to be more about you than me, since you've never <laughs> seen it.
2: Well, nobody wants to hear me talk for a long time. So, well,
3: I, but I don't want to talk. So. Ah, jeez. Uh, what What are your What do you think of it?
2: Uh, I loved it. Yep. Yeah, man. Classic I, I I, for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. Um, very. It. It was. It was. It was different from what I was imagining. Just because. Are you? You can say this out loud. Oh, Jay, I, Jay, have I, you Jay, ever Jay, seen the Hills Have Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was, okay. trying,
3: I was trying to pantomime <clears throat> with a mouthful. Who didn't work?
2: <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs>
3: um, a big tongue.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, um. my earliest memory of being exposed to anything having to do with this movie is we were in uh, I was in Frankenmuth with my my family okay and I don't even remember what the name of this okay. place was but it was it was a it was like a flea market slash kind of like a just like a giant gift shop type place okay that was in an old school house I think it was either an old schoolhouse or an old church okay it was, it was a very interesting place but i remember seeing the poster for the hills have eyes and just being like
3: what is this? what
2: the fuck like well, that's and that was back before i watched horror movies so it the
3: really poster is striking because of michael berryman though that's on yeah that's so, on the poster because he's he's you know because of his congenital de- uh deformity i guess you would call it i mean his uh, condition whatever you want to call it there's a
0: yeah,
2: he I does. Don't,
3: he does have a syndrome. Yeah, around. I don't. I
2: don't know what it is. I don't. I don't want to be. Uh, no, I have
3: it right here. It's uh, it's, it's it's hypohydrotic ectodermal dysplasia.
2: Hypohydrotic. Here, here, you're better. Ectodermal it. dysplasia. Yeah, that's um,
3: uh, that's what it is. So, but the thing is, though, is that it does give him. He has a very unique look. His yeah, he's, is,
2: he's got interesting uh, bone structure and yep. his his uh yeah, like his fingers are clubbed.
3: His fingers are clubbed. The, he also has and, no sweat glands really yeah i Hmm. don't know if that's part of that or if it's something else but he definitely has no sweat glands
2: um i wonder if uh i wonder if that makes it if you have no sweat glands you can't sweat your body can't self-regulate i wonder if that makes it hard for him to shoot especially in a situation like this where he's out in the desert yeah well actually the
3: thing they have written down here is michael berryman's condition means that he has a lack of sweat glands so maybe that condition is is a sweat gland thing but he definitely has something else going on too yeah we'll have to look into this though that way we can not joke about it and actually know what's going well, on Well, I'm, I'm not joking no, no, i'm not no, trying just to saying, be, uh, I'd, I'd be or i would rather I'd... be respectful and figure out what it is yeah, instead absolutely. of talking out of my ass mm-hmm. well but, the um the, no one. The... it says it's, it means that he has a lack of sweat glands among other things uh could be that actually uh despite this he worked on the movie for five months in 100 plus degrees heat out in the desert
2: trooper. that must
3: have been very difficult for him yeah you know yeah for sure and dangerous quite frankly yeah
2: probably um the thing that struck me about this poster when I first saw it, it it, it wasn't even, like, you know, like I said, not to be re- disrespectful, most people would probably look at his face because his face has, has such an interesting look sure. to it. The first thing that drew me in when I saw this poster was, it, it's this poster right here. It's um, a, the classic The Hills Have Eyes poster, sure. right? The first thing that drew me in was he he's wearing dentures, dentures around his it's neck. It's weird. And I was like, what? the fuck like i didn't know anything about this movie and i was like why is this guy wearing human teeth around his neck like that's so terrifying it really is and i went obviously i went years without actually seeing this movie in its entirety uh before i saw it this past week i i did see bits and pieces Uh of it obviously um because it's hard to do anything in the horror community without seeing a, at least a little bit about this. Well, I have seen the remake, and Wes I love the remake. Wes
3: Craven's one of the guys that would be on horror R- Mount Rushmore, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, to to be a fan of the genre and not be exposed to parts of all these right. movies, whether you've seen them or not, is almost impossible. Right.
2: Um, and I think it's when I first saw the what was it 2006 remake? I don't know. I don't know exactly. Right. Right. Something like something I think right it was there, yeah. 2006 when I first saw that. I knew that it was you know it was a remake of a of uh, a film from the 70s yep and so i went and i looked up information about the original so i knew you know i knew what i was getting into when i when i watched this uh yeah i loved it though it was it was awesome it it's uh, a lot of people i read a lot of people kind of think that this is wes craven's masterpiece uh I don't know if if I'd go that far, but it was really, really good. It was. It's.
3: It's. You're never going to find a film made like this anymore, right? You know, and 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 that's partly because of the times. Like this movie, um, like the the I have the really really awesome Anchor Bay DVD Mm -hmm. that has like two big documentaries on it. Like the big, there's a huge making of documentary, and there's a whole West Craven documentary. But what I like about it the most. Is that it's not cleaned up? Mm-hmm. The print still has all the old film grain, in it and it looks the way that this film should look. Mm-hmm. You know, like the second you put it on, the sec, the first frame that you see, it just looks dirty and grimy and dangerous. Like it still
2: looks like you're watching it on like, VHS. It
3: looks like you shouldn't be watching it though. Like it looks like an exploitation movie. Yeah. It looks like this. Like this movie that is like dangerous. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. it's the best word to describe it. Like, mm-hmm. like almost as if you shouldn't be watching it. Like it's it's perverse in some weird way. You know? Yeah, and it is sort of a perverse movie. A lot of the stuff that happens. I mean,
2: yeah, it's, I mean
3: the baby it, is referred to as the tenderloin. The tenderloin. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. I
2: mean, and there's some stuff that's cheesy. Like I find I found uh, Papa Jupiter pretty cheesy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It it was. I, I mean, I understood what they were going for, but I. I don't know like he he made it less scary for me. Really. His yeah, like everybody else was there was something about um there was something about how I mean the rest of the family the uh the family in the hills talked like they had lines and stuff like that but uh just the I th- it was I think it was the way he talked, like something about his voice that seemed well, his voice almost what you comical heard. to me.
3: His voice, what you heard is was at the beginning of the episode, yeah, so that was his monologue talking about the uh, the father of the family.
2: I see, I thought it was <laughs> as, as, I thought it was pretty spooky when you could hear him like when when the dad was running back from the gas station mm-hmm. at night and you could hear uh, Jupiter off in the bushes somewhere, like just saying things to yeah. him, like he he was sort of ever present, you know. It's like he couldn't get away from him. I thought that was pretty spooky. But once he started once he started coming more into the picture and and being more present on screen, I was like, "Hey, it's kind of corny."
3: Yeah, I um I you, you brought up the remake from 2006.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh and this is one of those weird movies that back. I I want to say that The Hills Have Eyes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre were the two movies that came out right at the very beginning of the remake craze. Mm-hmm. And they were done so well,
1: Mm, mm -hmm.
3: so well, to the point where I don't know. it's, It's very difficult for me to decide which one I actually like better. Yeah. And I almost, and this is no knock on the original. Right. I almost might go remake. Yeah. Because I like the idea that in the remake it's um the the family's actually affected by the nuclear testing that goes on there right they're they, every they're like character, deformed and every character seems more evil and I bring that up because you're talking about how Papa Jupiter wasn't you know he was he, he wasn't as effective right yeah. In the remake, they were all super effective because they they had a certain look to them. Their backstory was a little bit different. You well, know? And they
2: were they were just more uh, like bloodthirsty too. Yeah. you know what yeah. I mean. They they and because they didn't they didn't know any better. Almost, you know, yeah. like they they grew They're up just living
3: their best life. They
2: grew up they grew up in the hills. Uh, like you said, they they'd all been deeply affected by the the radiation from the like the blast sites and stuff like that. So. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Getting back to the to the to the original here, I really did like it. Uh, the dynamic in the family I thought was really cool. Um there was uh there was, you know, there was some maybe overacting, some maybe cheesy parts. Yeah. But for the most part That's sort
3: of indicative of times though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot for of sure. older movies you get sort of that overacting kind of thing. Right. It just it's but at the, the at
2: the same time, that didn't I, that didn't overshadow it for me. I I thought it was still super effective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's this is one of those movies that I'm sure for the times too. It really pushed the boundaries because you have this family. Uh, you have the family of Brenda and Bobby, and uh, Lynn was their sister, right? Yes. So, but she was married to Doug, mm-hmm. who was also on this trip with them.
3: Yep, and Lynn then played by uh, Dee Wallace, D. a Wallace. very
0: young Dee Wallace. Dee Wallace, kind of a young foxy Dee Wallace. Oh yes,
3: oh yeah. She, she was right she, at home in the desert
0: because she, she, she was a fox.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she also sort of, sort of reminded me of my mother-in-law, though, so <laughs> I was very. <laughs> Oh, so she is hot. I was very That's what you're saying. I was very <laughs> conflicted. It was it was weird. But I mean She's I, far I, high,
3: high, huh?
2: But I married her daughter for a reason, right? So it's it, well, I guess she it has kinda all, works. Well,
3: in all fairness, Aaron looks a lot like her dad, so
2: Yeah, that's true. So I so I guess her dad's <laughs> kind of fine too. I don't know. Uh, so then you so you have the uh, the three siblings, Doug who is uh, who's Lynn's husband, uh, Big Bob. The dad.
0: I'm Big Bob.
2: <laughs> and then Nobody uh, outside
3: of the Metro Detroit area will get that joke. I hate those commercials I love so them. much. My buddy I'm works Big for, Bob. My buddy works for him directly.
2: Does he? Yeah. It's pretty I'm awesome. sure he's a very lovely person. I just don't like those commercials. They're so <laughs> annoying. Um and then there's the the little baby. Yep. Little baby Katie.
3: Yep. Uh like star s- star of the show.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh the sweet, sweet
0: tenderloin. <laughs>
2: gross. Um gross. Like I said, the, this movie kind of, pro- I, I think for the time, probably pushed the limits a little bit oh, because yeah. you have this family and they're like this nice quaint little family and you're expecting them to all sort of, you know, weather the storm and pull through and then nope. Like they just, uh, they start picking them off and it's like, especially I I was, uh, I think I was most shocked by, uh, Lynn's death. Oh Yeah. Yeah. Just because she was her and her and Doug kind of seem to be the sort of the the central characters, sure. you know what I mean?
3: Well, that's what's great about the movies; is it throws you off. Oh yeah, totally. Middle of the movie, like here's the person that you think is going to survive. It actually the Blob does that as well. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get there. Yeah, we'll like, get there. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's it's that classic Hitchcockian sort of trick where you know very much like psycho where mm-hmm. it's like you think this person is going to be the main character right there once that person gets killed all bets are off right you don't know what's going to happen
2: and i'm pretty i'm i'm pretty sure in the remake that same character gets killed off mm-hmm. i i haven't yeah. seen the remake the, in quite a few years remake, so i'm not entirely sure but i think it follows along it does. the story pretty
3: one of the reasons why the remake is as good as it is is because it doesn't try to reinvent the wheel mm. it takes this super beloved movie mm-hmm. and it just updates it Mm -hmm. it changes a couple of things yeah you know but nothing that is changing the overall story and quite frankly the remake is actually it's not beat for beat but it definitely follows the same roadmap yeah and that's what works about it same thing that worked for the texas chainsaw massacre right it follows it doesn't go off the beaten path it follows the same roadmap and Mm -hmm. retells that particular story right that's why it works yeah um and uh, and yeah, it was uh, yeah. So the same same people die, the same people survive. I believe okay. at the end of both movies. Yeah. So
2: yeah. So um, uh, yeah. It's it's like you said. That's kind of the turning point. Once once that like once Lynn dies, you know, all of a sudden Doug's out for blood, but he's mm-hmm. also trying to find his baby, which yep. is horrifying. The idea of a you know this crazy family from the hills stealing your baby. You don't know what they're gonna do with her. They're going to eat her.
3: Crazy white man in short shorts. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Is he wearing short shorts? Oh, yeah.
2: Doug? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was. No, he's wearing pants.
3: Oh, no, it was the other brother. It was the brother that was in wearing In the beginning. In, in the beginning, he was yeah. wearing the short shorts, and he was like a gymnast for some reason. I was going to say, I like how he's just <laughs>
2: running away from his sister, and then he hucks a backflip. <laughs> right. I was like, fuck, man. I wish cartwheel, I could do that.
3: Cartwheel backflip combo. Sort
2: of a round-off back-tuck deal <laughs> oh, we got going oh, on. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, the dogs uh the dogs were beauty and the beast yeah beauty and the beast i love that <laughs> i love the i love the beginning when they're when they're they're just uh, having a, a a fun a fun laugh over the fact that the beast killed somebody's poodle <laughs> and they're like you remember when he killed a poodle and they're like ah that was classic beast well, i was like that a... nowadays if that happened beast would be long gone yeah
3: they have a very strange relationship with with not only their pets but everybody in the family
2: mm-hmm.
3: nobody reacts the way that you would expect them to react when their dogs get lost when their dogs get killed or even when their family get killed
2: mm. except for
3: the daughter she's the only one that really reacts the way that you would expect them to
2: well i feel like it's um, weird i feel like bobby kind of went into shock a little bit he maybe went like, cuz he cuz he found yeah, maybe. he found beauty dead and gutted and he didn't yep. want to tell the family because he didn't want to freak him out. But he also seemed like he was sort of in shock over the whole that's thing. That's true. Okay, and I, then I'll like that. I'll when that. the mom died, I, and also he was trying to sort of
3: he's like telling his sister to shut up, and then he realizes, oh shit, mom died. <laughs> oh,
2: that was rough. <laughs> shut the fuck up! Shut up! And then he looks over and he's like, "Ugh." You
3: keep it down over there, or so, whatever he says. <laughs> um... But then they use their mother as bait.
2: That was uh... which is that's a
3: that's a heavy scene. I couldn't do that.
2: Well, not. Like, I mean, there's no way. That, uh, if it was a life and death death situation, I, mean, I think
3: I'd rather use my dead sister. Like I, God. I hate. No, I hate to say that,
2: but like. like why not both? <laughs> I, hand in hand. Stack them on top. Of no, each other. But I.
3: I don't. I just. It's so weird to me. I. I don't think that I could use one of my parents as as bait and move her body. Like I.
2: Yeah, that'd be rough. I don't know, man. Like I couldn't do it. That part when they that was rough. when they do that and then uh, and then. Um, Uh, Jupiter comes up to her and they just do they do a quick cut from him running up to her face and they do like a little music just a light little musical sting to her face sitting Mm wide-eyed like she's not she doesn't she doesn't look dead she looks possessed it's so freaky yeah yeah it's like oh, that was kind of that She's was like a that little was like grayed out too. Yeah, you can that was sort of see it. to yep. me. That was one of the m- more chilling moments in the entire movie. It was I think kind she'd of be a little spooky,
3: a little more puffy after a day and a half of being dead out in the desert. Well, just, I'm the just desert, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. When
2: um, when, <laughs> when Jupiter shows up uh, at the uh, at the at the the uh, when he shows up at mom's body and then they drag him with the cable mm-hmm. and then. They go pretty ingenious, to... by the way. That was. It was fantastic. Uh, Too bad their gas got stolen. Well, when they, uh, when they go to run into the, the trailer and he says, hold your nose, I was like, oh, that was a weird little detail because I thought he was saying, oh, like, yeah. hold your nose because Lynn's in there dead, like, rotting. Yeah, right. But it was because they had the propane tanks open and eking, oh, eking out the gas, right?
3: Maybe it was both. But again, the propane would probably take over the stench because it's pretty strong.
2: Well, no. If you breathed it in, you would that be too. harmed. Yeah, you're
3: right. That too. That too. <laughs> that
2: that's a pretty ingenious thing to do, though. I've seen that before. Uh, we've seen that in other movies. Where did we see that recently? Oh, uh, Mom and Dad with Nick Cage. Oh yeah, you're right. The uh, the 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 matches. Yep. On the door. Yep. Uh, that's probably that, that's where. What they, oh, it has to be. Yeah, they. Might, yeah, absolutely. I love that
3: scene. It's it, it was ingenious. Here it was ingenious. Yeah. It was also ingenious in Mom and Dad, and seeing it again here. You yeah. I was like. Because I forgot about it, but yeah, yeah, I love that scene. I think it's 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 one of those things where it's like that's so smart, <laughs> you know. Like, uh-huh. and I love the the editing of it too, or the shooting of it rather, because they 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 hop out or whatever, and you expect the explosion to happen right away, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't happen because Jupiter sort of like hesitates to open the door, and you mm-hmm. think, oh shit, he smartened up to it. Yeah, this is this is gonna end very badly for the kids, mm-hmm. and then like after a long pause. Whole place goes up. It was a really he, cool editing. Like it was a really how, cool pause.
2: To how did there. he manage that though? Did he? Uh, because obviously he opened the door, uh-huh. which would have set off the explosion. But I think he wised up because he no, was kind of sniffing. Like he, he's. I think he yeah. smelled the propane. So what did he do? Tie something around the handle?
3: No, he didn't open the door the entire way. Like, he Jupiter opened the door just a crack, and that's all. That's all that is shown from in my but, brain the way that it is. Is that he opened it a crack? Maybe thought they were right in there and mm-hmm. didn't want to scare him, so he probably kicked the door to scare him to get like, the jump on him. And that's but the
2: explosion it... was huge. If he was right near the camper, it would have killed him.
3: It did kill him.
2: It didn't kill him.
3: It didn't kill him. Maybe, maybe it threw him. You know what I'm saying? Like the the blast, the concussion, just kind of threw him.
2: Maybe.
3: I mean, it's in every action movie ever. Hmm. They get close to a blast and they get thrown. Maybe they don't die.
2: Let's talk about. Know. Let's talk about how. Uh... Let's talk about how Doug looks like a '70s porn star, and in real life, his name is and his in real life his name is Martin Spear. Oh, oh
3: Martin Spear, me. So, so,
2: <laughs> so I I think he probably he cho- he chose the wrong path.
3: I think. Well, I mean,
2: Marty though. Marty Spear.
3: Was he possibly was it, maybe maybe the cameras weren't the only thing that Wes Craven got off of a porn site. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's 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 possible. I can see I can see that. Because this guy
2: is straight out a report card. Um you'll know that if you are one other person he listening start, to this.
3: He starred in Pickle Spear. Pickle spear
2: <laughs> Gross. Um oh, the other uh, thing I love about this movie, and I always have loved, uh, because I did know this about the original and then they did it again in the in the remake, is the names of the characters. Yeah. You and I have talked before about how important it is to have a, a a cool effective name for the for the antagonists for villains, yep. and the idea that they're all named after planets I there's this something cool. there's something about that that's so cool yeah I don't I don't know exactly what it is but
3: and the cool thing about it is that you could never copy it because everybody knows where yeah. you're getting it from yeah you could never steal that and tr- even try to upon that absolutely
2: office, right? it's to- it's totally original and yep. totally Wes Cravens for the rest yep. of his yep for the rest of eternity obviously it, not yeah it really is
3: it's awesome there's there's a lot of stuff in this movie that was done super smart and awesome one of my favorite parts is actually um when they're when they're trying to call out before everybody dies they're trying to call out to get help mm-hmm. and they're on their CB radio and they get a response one time mm-hmm. that is just Heavy breathing, and Mm. that's it. Mm -hmm. It is so legitimately creepy. (laughs) And, like, if I put myself in their shoes, if I would have experienced that in real life, if I'm out out in the middle of nowhere and I'm only within CB radio range, Mm -hmm. right? And all I hear is someone breathing, yeah. The son knew what it was right off the bat,
2: yeah.
3: And he hit it, he kind of kept it to himself. There's no way that I could, I would be freaking out,
2: yeah. That is so scary to me. And the mom's just like, "Sounds like an animal." And he said, "If a- if animals have learned how to use a radio, <laughs> then we're in a whole shitload of trouble." Yeah, uh, they did get a second response, which was actually super smart. It was uh, it was Pluto that responded to them, Michael Behrman's yep. character, yep. and they find they said, uh, uh, "Mayday, Mayday, this is F one zero, whatever the hell." And he says, uh, "We re- we read you loud and clear." And uh, and and they say, there's people after us. They're trying to kill us. All right, well, uh, what kind of defenses do you have? And he says, I've got one gun with two bullets left. And then Pluto knows exactly what they're up against yep. at that point. Yep. I thought that was really it smart. It was very smart. Mm-hmm.
3: Stand on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I almost used that scene as the intro for this week.
2: That would have been all right. Uh, it definitely would have been better than listening to Jupiter eat.
3: It, 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 oh, God, it, it, it's, it, it's not just eating. He's eating Bob. He's eating Bob's flesh while talking to his severed head. (laughs) That is awesome.
4: Pretty fantastic.
3: (laughs) No, that unfortunately, though, that scene where they're talking to him on the radio, though, where he's like, student, in your head, uh, it doesn't lead in or lead out properly at all. It was sort of unusable, unfortunately. Um, There's two things that i got to bring up before we move on. Mm -hmm. And that is um, the ending, for one.
2: Yeah, I was going to bring that up, too. We have to bring up
3: the ending uh, because it's... it's it's, it might actually be the most abrupt ending I've ever seen in a film yeah it, it it's not like it just like like something happens and then like it's end cliffhanger it almost happens like two two or three or ten beats earlier than it should right like it's almost right in the middle of someone's sentence right and it just ends. Mm-hmm. And it's like super abrupt and super like almost disorienting in terms of watching the movie.
2: Which is, I mean, do you think that was intentional? Completely
3: like, intentional. Yeah. Uh, the On the special features deleted scenes on the, uh, the DVD that I mm-hmm. have, there is actually an ending. And they cut it off. Oh, there intentionally. is? Intentionally. What the is it? The ending is that the scene plays out to finish what we saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, long story short, um, uh, the baby gets back to uh, Doug. Uh, Doug gets baby gets his baby back with the help of Ruby we didn't even talk about Ruby Ruby yeah. is the, uh, the 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 youngest daughter of the
2: of Jupiter of Jupiter yeah.
3: um, and she wants to get out like she's actually the only one with like a decent head on her shoulders. Right. she hates the family wants to get out so she's in she's in possession of the baby and she protects it mm-hmm. so she is actually the reason that Doug gets his child back mm-hmm. um so what happens is after uh who's which guy at the Mars who, Mars they kill Mars with a snake which by the way real snake. That was oh, a really? real <laughs> rattlesnake. They dropped its temperature down to where it was basically incapacitated, and then used it. Oh my god! Yeah, I've heard stories about it. It's gnarly. That's intense. I, it was probably devenomized, being that they use it so close. But even still, it's a real fucking snake.
2: How do you devenomize a, a snake? You can. You can take. Can you do bed. that? Yeah, I mean, okay.
3: Yeah, um, it's nowadays it's considered extremely inhumane. Sure. But yes, you can. It's like they're calling a cat, sort of in that same vein. Um. That being said, uh, so she they kill Mars or whatever, and after that scene, that's where it cuts. Mm-hmm. Like Mars dies. That's it. You don't even see Doug get his baby back. Quite frankly, The baby's no, still just, up in the hills. somewhere. You see
2: Doug <laughs> fucking get get wild, and he yeah. stabs Mars ten times in the chest, and then he starts to lean back as if he's gonna like exhale yeah. in in relief. Well, it's like the last, the but last... he doesn't. That's the thing is, you don't even see him do like a final like. <sighs> it's no. like he sits up and then. Like all of a sudden, he turns red and then yeah. fade to black. It's
3: like okay, well, they're all dead, so happy ending. That's it. Yeah. Like, well, in the in the deleted ending though, uh, that scene finishes out where he actually does the, like the what you would call the exhale scene or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it shows him reuniting with his family, baby and arm, mm-hmm. but Ruby is also there, mm. and he actually, I think I think that it's him. God, I could be wrong on this. I believe that it's him or one of the other members of the family, but I'm pretty sure it's him. Is actually holding hands with Ruby. Really? At the end of it, and the movie ends with them together. Hmm. And it's weird because I understand that Ruby did like save the baby. Yeah. But she's also a part of the family that killed the rest of your entire fucking family.
2: I mean she didn't do any of it. She's True, trying she's trying but to get it. They out. don't
3: know that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that. Yeah, at that's
2: all. true. You know what I'm saying?
3: Like they don't know what part she played in all of it. They don't <laughs> She still kept the baby captive. Like right. I, I understand the circumstances, but again, they don't know that. Yeah. So it, it's a weird ending and perhaps that's why they got rid of it. Mhm. it's my own my own conclusion there, but Yeah.
2: you know. That is a little weird. I can't remember what happens in the um in the remake because I know essentially the he same thing baby, happens. He gets Ruby gets the baby back. He um, beats the guy to death with uh with uh a bullet chain, like a. a like do they a, not
3: do the snake thing in the mission? No, it's okay. a, he
2: beats it. Like, uh, like if you have a. The bullet belt. Um, what do you call that? A a chain like. When you have a machine gun, Jay, and it's yeah. it, it's just a a bullet clip, I guess. Uh, like where, where all, it's like they're a, all connected. A, like, like a string of bullets. Yeah, is that actually called something? Ah, uh, I I can't think. I don't know a the actual name of it. String of bullets. I think that's called a. I think that's called a. Clip isn't it because a magazine is what you, a magazine is an enclosed a clip is also thing. no a clip a no, clip is no. when, a clip is when there's no enclosure, so would that be considered right,
4: It, it would usually hold only a couple okay. of, of rounds. Um, what the hell is? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not it sure. I
2: can't. It doesn't matter. It but really he beats really the guy to death okay. Okay. with that thing. But I can't remember what happens with Ruby gives him the baby back. But yeah, I, I
3: know that he's walking back with the baby. That I know they show that for sure. It's been a few years since I've seen the remake. Yeah. Um. But yeah, be interesting to go back. Like I said, this would be a fun compare contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just like the Blob we were talking about earlier, they'd both be fun ones to go back and actually do that. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah.
2: yeah. Over overall, man. Uh, lots of positive thoughts. I I liked it a lot. I thought it was I thought it was great. I'm glad I finally saw it. hmm yeah.
3: There was one one last thing before we move on. Is that uh, I almost had a perfect, perfect beer for today's episode. Was until I the, realized. Was
2: it the Hills have rise?
3: We've already used it. What was it? Roke's Devil Dog. Because they actually oh. call Beast. It's the Devil Dog. The Michael Devil Berryman Dog. says mm-hmm. it. And the Devil Dog on the, the packaging of that is a German Shepherd. Which makes me wonder if it was maybe actually from that.
2: Is it a German Shepherd? I thought. No, it's a Pincher.
3: I don't think it is.
2: Alright, yeah, I think um, it's a dormant pincer. Okay,
3: maybe you're right. I remember the because they had the the pointy ears. But yeah, right, that could have been a pincer as well. I
2: mean, I could look it up. Yeah,
3: you're probably right. Point is, though, it would have been Google for, it, but we already used Devil Dog a long time ago. Is that for Cujo? Probably yeah. Something. Yep.
2: Yeah. All okay. right. Well, yeah. That was uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Yes. So. Let's... Oh, sorry.
3: Real quick, Brenda's screaming at the end was goddamn insufferable. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh I'm geez. sorry yeah. it was
3: insufferable yeah. all she was doing was screaming like crazy <laughs> I almost wanted to shut the movie off or mute it I'm like you are so annoying
2: <laughs> hey man it was a traumatic experience okay sorry you'd probably be screaming a
3: lot too I you know what Maybe. All right. um, So the next movie was the movie that I had not seen, which I I just, I want to beat myself silly for never seeing this movie.
2: I'd say Um, yours is actually worse than mine.
3: No, I I might actually agree with you on that, especially being that I am a huge effects guy. Like, I love effects, I love the 80s. Why have I never seen The Blob from 1988?
0: Because you're a silly Um, goose.
3: Especially after, you know, one of my favorite podcasts, The Movie Crypt, Joe Lynch, Mm -hmm. uh, director Joe Lynch, his favorite movie of all time is The Blob from 1988. Uh, directed by Chuck Russell like you would think that after hearing so many people that like I respect talk about it I would have like ran out right away and finally seen it Mm -hmm. nope just never did it was never like in my my universe I I don't know I just
2: this is crazy to me it is because you've seen scenes from it so you knew how amazingly effects heavy it was you know what
3: so, I've seen some. I don't think that I ever saw the crazy good effects, though. Like, I've seen the effect. I've seen the blob itself. I'm not sure. Outside of the um, the DVD cover, which mm-hmm. shows one of the characters dying. Yeah. That might be the only death scene that I'd ever seen
0: from oh. it.
3: So, I didn't... I don't... I never saw the good stuff. You didn't know. I don't think that I realized what was awaiting me on the other side. And I said it earlier, this is like the thing level effects and it's and it really is these two movies Pretty close. to to me these two movies are like brother and sister because they're very very similar
2: yeah well i mean yeah if, as far as effects go yeah yeah the obviously the the tone and the feeling oh, yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. of dread in the thing can never but the,
3: they're both 80s movies they're both like yeah. the, the effects are very similar like they they're, they're very <clears throat> similar
2: movies yeah for sure um uh yeah, so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. Oh, oh what geez. was it? I'm sorry. What I'm was gonna do nothing. I'm just gonna take a break and okay, rest of my voice. No. Um, uh, remake of 1958 sci-fi horror classic about a deadly blob from another planet which consumes everything in its path. Teenagers attempt without success to warn the townspeople who refuse to take them seriously. Two for two on uh, a pretty
3: good uh, synopsis here. Not bad. Um, Like I said, this is directed by uh, Chuck Russell, who also did Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. Oh, nice. He also did The Mask. Ah. I didn't know that. Uh, Eraser with Arnold. Eraser. Um, Bless the Child. And probably his most well known and well respected work, The Scorpion King.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to talk about. Uh, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, did he do that too? Oh, he produced it.
3: Oh, no, (laughs) not. We're only talking about directing here.
2: The Scorpion King? With The Rock.
3: Dwayne, Rock
2: the Dwayne Johnson. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Oh, boy.
3: You know what's weird? If you actually put a different emphasis on it, Mm. it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just change the emphasis, and it's the greatest name ever. (laughs) Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) it's amazing right
2: yeah that's really nice Um, that's really good
3: okay so right off the bat i um like this this it starts off with one of my favorite sci-fi tropes of all time and that is either the old man or or the the sort of supporting character uh in the woods with like a giant meteorite or whatever flying from outer space Mm -hmm. right over the top of his head crash landing somewhere near they do it in like Killer Clowns. They do it in this movie. Uh, in I believe Invaders from Mars, which was the. Uh, uh, who directed Invaders from Mars? Uh, Toby Hooper. They do it. Like, it's a very classic in tons of the 50s sci fi movies. Well, it's to be a fair, that's not how classic. this movie started. Well, no, but it was the first time that you see the, the blob thing, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it was in the opening act, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah. like it, that, It's like one of my favorite sci fi tropes. And so when I saw that, I go. I'm in for a good time. Like this is <laughs> this is already treating me well. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm in, and uh, and it did not let me down. Um, you're you're introduced right at, from the beginning to uh, a young Ethan Hawke.
2: Wait, young Ethan Hawke.
3: Was it not Ethan Hawke? Because it looked exactly like Ethan Hawke. Are you t- which one? The biker dude, the main character. You're, I, are you seriously going to tell me that you didn't think that he looked like Ethan Hawke? No. Because everybody online did, because I looked it up, Ooh. and so many things, like, so many like people commenting on the movie.
2: No, I... I Talk about it. I thought he looked like a young Matt Dillon, because it's Kevin Dillon, Matt Dillon's brother.
3: Oh, was it really? Yes. I, I, I don't think I realized that. They
2: look exactly alike.
3: If I, I will give you that he looks a little bit like Matt Dillon. <laughs> no, he looks exactly like well, him. Well,
2: because well, it's his brother.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. He looks like identical Hold to a the, young Ethan Hawke. I'm not le- kidding you. I'm, I'm trying le- to find a picture, actually, right now so <coughs> that you can be proven wrong, but I'm not finding anything. For some reason, the IMDb I, doesn't I have I any I get what you're
2: saying. I just don't agree. I That's all.
3: don't know how you can not agree. But, uh, okay, well, we'll here, be, moving here, on. <laughs> here's the
2: thing, though. I, I will say this. Um, he's, he's kind of a bad boy, right, in yeah, you know, yeah. this movie. I feel like with 80s movies... The easiest way to tell if a, if a if a guy is a bad boy is how long and how curly is his mullet.
3: That's true. It's very true, especially in the eighties.
2: And you can especially tell you can tell from this one that he is bad to the bone.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, his character actually I kind <clears> of <throat> like too. He's got a good arc in all fairness. Oh, he's great. For it's a, great for a, for a horror movie. Which don't typically have good arcs. He has a pretty good
2: arc. Well, because this is a <clears throat> this this movie is another uh, another one of those throws you for a total loop kind of movies because you've got uh, um, what the hell's his name? Uh, Jake Dylan? Kevin Dylan? Kevin Dylan playing Brian? Who's Jake Dylan? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you have Kevin Dylan playing Brian Flagg. Yep. Brian Flagg is this bad boy. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the uh, the fuck up, like the the sheriff. Comes across him at one point in time. He's like, "Hey, you're not in juvie anymore. You know, screw up one more time, it's the big leagues, right?" See? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not juvie anymore, see? Um, so he's he's kind of like he's set up at the beginning of the movie to be the mess up. Yeah. He's a he's a just he's got he's a greaser. Yeah, he's a greaser. Well, he's got He's got a Grease uh, monkey. He's a he's a no good beatnik, right? And then you've got. Uh, Donovan Leitch, is that how yep. you would say his name? Leitch. Yep. Donovan Leitch, Plays playing Paul. Paul Taylor. He's the dreamy football player. He
3: is the guy that you think is going to be the protagonist exactly. throughout the entire movie.
2: And it fucking just
3: right in the beginning. He's actually the second to die.
2: Just, just every rips it out of your hands. <laughs> like you think, like oh here's single, here's the good guy.
3: Every single death scene in this movie belongs in a museum.
0: So good they're absolutely
3: amazing mm-hmm. and it does not shock me this movie had a budget of 19 million yeah nineteen million. Mm-hmm. Nine million of that literally half of it just about half went towards the special effects yeah and it shows yeah and every single kill i was mesmerized they're just honest to god they're some of the best creature kills i've ever seen in a movie mm-hmm. like and this is another thing. Like I'm, I'm watching this, and I'm again. I'll say this a thousand times tonight. I'm hitting myself for never <laughs> seeing this movie. You know, like this 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 movie really made me a douche. Like it, it really did, uh, without question. Some people
2: it, won't get what that means. No,
3: some people won't. That's well, right. you're not real fans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm calling it out. Um, no, but but like they. It's just it's just incredible. The very first death that you see is a dude with. Uh, all, it's the old man, yeah, and all of his limbs are missing. Which was actually uh, like his his arms, and his legs, just no, melted well, it was, away. No,
2: it was just uh, from from his like from his rib cage down was gone. That was it. You're yeah. right. You're
3: right. You're right. It was like he was in the hospital though. He, they brought him in, with just like a he had been by, hit, hit by hit by car, and he's got like a blob thing on his hand. Yeah, that was basically it. Yeah, and then within 15 minutes they go back to check on him, and half of his body is just missing in this. Disgusting melted jello mm. mush! Oh mm-hmm. god, it was so gross. Um, and then the next up is Paul. Paul goes back like check thirty
2: seconds him. later, and that's that's what's amazing about this is because you think Paul's gonna be the uh, the dreamy yeah. hero of the entire movie, <laughs> and then and then just a minute later you hear him scream, and then uh, Shawnee Smith. What the hell is her name? Shawnee. young young Shawnee Smith uh Meg. G- Meg 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 goes to check Meg. on him and uh yeah he did he he, <laughs> he did <dead. laughs> but um, he's but he's, like, the. this is this is one of the most iconic shots of the entire movie, too. It's where what's you, on
3: the DVD cover.
2: Right, you see, like, his face being pressed up against the side of the blob and his arms reaching out. And then as the thing draws back, it just corrodes his yep. face and then his skeleton and then everything just turns into blood and muck and so it's I'm fucking awesome. So I'm fairly
3: certain that it was this scene that I was reading about that was supposed to be just a dummy mm-hmm. inside the blob. Mm-hmm. And they told Shawnee Smith, that, that was going to be just uh, a, a thing that you were acting opposite of. Right, you know, right. Dummy. But they really put him in there, the <laughs> actor. And uh, when he started moving around like lifelike, she freaked out. So oh, when she geez. actually freaks out in the movie, that's like a real legit reaction to it, which I always think is very cool when they do that's that. sweet. Um, but yeah. It's just every single kill in this movie is a work of art. It really is. It's like, a... even at the very end when the kid gets it. Like, I'm watching oh, it. I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, fuck you, kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> but, like, even his death scene was super cool. But apparently there was a another version of that mm-hmm. where instead of it being, like, just like you see his face or whatever and it's a little bit grayed out mm-hmm. underneath the blob, there was another scene of it where, like, he was, like, melted through sort of like how Paul was. And they, they cut it wasn't
2: used. Wait, hold on. What did you see? Hmm? What did you see when you watched it?
3: What in, in well, you watched the same version. So, it's like you see um what's his, what's his name? Oh what's yeah, it, I the, watched your di- um uh, Yeah.
2: Billy um, was it Billy? Billy.
0: You know Bobby?
3: what? His name's not on here for Billy, some Bobby, strange
0: reason. Joey? It was the some... uh,
3: it was the 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 brother's friend who was at the Bad Influence that took him to the movie to see... It was Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Yeah. So when Eddie dies, he falls into the water and the blob gets him. Yeah. And you see Eddie underneath the blob or whatever, and, like, he's not completely eaten away yet or anything like that. Like, not completely, at least. Like, you know it's Eddie underneath the blob. There's another version of it where it's way worse. Like, he's way more decomposed and he's way more, like, skeletal, basically.
2: And, uh are you sure he didn't fall asleep during this no james he pops I didn't. up out of the water yes and he's like completely messed up what yeah he's ma-
3: he's even more messed up in another oh, cut that was okay. all i'm saying he all was right worse.
2: you said like you could see him under the blob and he was just kind of gray i thought well, you meant that he was still like covered in the blob because he's not really he's like he pops up and he's almost free from the blob yeah but he's all decomposed yeah, no, and melting my, my and point stuff. is though,
3: there's a version of it that's worse oh, like, way okay. worse and right. they use that cut for some strange reason there's a lot of scenes and a lot of the death scenes especially where I'm like, I know they filmed more yeah. Yeah. And I want, like, the, the scene where the, the chef gets sucked down the drain. Oh, dude. You know, there was more to that scene.
2: That was, uh. And I
3: want to see it.
2: That was the scene that stuck with me the most when I was younger. Yeah, dude. Just watching it's his. So good. Watching his, like, because you, you had to imagine, you know, like, you can see how big the pipes are underneath the sink. And then the part where, like, all of a sudden his head gets, yep. like, sucked through the drain. And I that, I when I, I saw that part when I was younger, I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? I would have
3: <laughs> wished for more like a blood burst when that mm. happened. That would have been way more effective.
2: Um, it was it was that death and there was one other one. Uh, the two that, not that, the, not that they're the, the, the best deaths in the entire movie, but they're the two that for some reason they stuck with me the most. It was that one and then... Uh, uh, officer, what the hell was his name? Um, uh, uh, Sheriff Herb? No, uh, Deputy Bill Briggs.
3: Oh, yes, yes. When
2: he gets bent in half backwards. Oh, yes! That's so good. That scene when I was younger just messed me up.
3: Yep, yep. It I stuck have, with uh, me for so yep. long. Yep, my, my note on that is, it snapped the deputy in half backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, Like I, the death scenes alone are worth it for yep. this movie. And outside of that, Right. one of the things i really noticed is that this movie moves at such a good pace yeah you're never bored yeah there is no downtime in this movie at all it just goes from scene without to scene. feeling rushed exactly yeah it, it, it moves like the pacing of this movie is perfect
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's absolutely perfect um the one one of the one thing that i do have a problem with though is at the end uh, you have uh, you have Meg's character. She's with uh, or Meg is with her brother and Eddie before Eddie dies. Mm-hmm. And uh, this actually might be after Eddie dies. But they're they're climbing up a pipe in the sewer. Mm-hmm. They're soaking wet, and that pipe is literally just a regular pipe. I find it very hard to believe they would be able to climb up a pipe
2: soaking wet. That's the thing that you have a problem with. Out of even all of this?
3: more unbelievable is after that scene, she crawls up very convincingly up a inclined sewage uh, ramp, basically. Mm-hmm. Listen, it is hard to walk up a pitched street sometimes after it rains because it's slippery. <laughs> there is no way that she crawled up this this cement drainage thing and didn't slip down, okay? There's no way.
2: This is the problem you this have with the, the movie.
3: This is the problem that I had.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: The rest of the movie is perfect. <laughs> perfect.
2: All right. Well, I guess that's a good sign. It's
3: a very good sign. That scientific.
2: The only two things that you could find to complain about were complete bullshit.
3: Halfway through the movie, though, hmm. and this el- just elated me. Halfway through the movie, that's a big word. You get a plot twist, right? I'm sorry. Elated, oh, elated me. <laughs> um, halfway through the movie, you get the special scientists that show up, and, oh, it's, yeah. and it reminds me nowadays of like very much like a Stranger Things.
2: Stranger Things or E. T. Or E. T. Yeah. yeah.
3: But like you get the signs to show up in the full on hazmat suits and Mm -hmm. suddenly this isn't just like a creature from outer space. This is completely different. And and it's so eighties and it's so good. Mm -hmm. And it's like this movie has everything. (laughs) Like if this movie like I don't mean to be crass, but if this movie had a dick, I'd be sucking it.
2: Yeah, we are we can tell already. Yeah. Yeah, you've made that quite clear.
3: I don't know. I just
2: I, was I, there. Uh, so I don't know much about the. I don't know much about the nineteen. What Was it fifty eight? The fifty eight version and yep. seventy two. So I don't know if they were like bioengineered. I don't know organisms. Either. I wonder. I don't. Um. I my my history is rusty. I uh, I haven't really studied too much history of of uh, chemical warfare since I was in high school. You know, mm-hmm. or even in high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. I wonder if there was some. Was there something going on in the '80s where there was that? Was that around the time of? I, mean, I don't know. Was that Oh, like Desert, Agent Orange or anything like, like, like Desert that? Desert Storm. I don't know. Well, Desert Storm would have been well, the Agent, then, Agent Orange days, right? That
3: was early '90s. That was though, I '90s. Believe,
2: yeah. I'm just wondering: is there was there something uh, was there something going on where there was like some sort of chemical warfare scare well, back then that, that th- this would have been kind of tapping into the feel of?
3: Well, it, it would have come, maybe, because if, if this came from the 50s, there was definitely a lot of, like, the whole sci-fi craze in general came from a lot of that stuff. You have, like, uh, Hiroshima and whatnot. Like, Godzilla was born out of radioactive mutations. Yeah. yeah, So that, that a lot of that was already on people's minds. Right. And that was, the whole sci-fi era in general was, like, the early sci-fi era in general was a product of a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, being that this was a remake, it wouldn't shock me if the original did have that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't shock me in the least bit, quite frankly. And let's be honest, our government never stopped testing and, you know.
2: Yeah. Come on. Those shady bitches. Let's
3: let's be honest here. Um, (laughs) One thing that did, another thing that bothered me. um, Shouldn't the kids have been wearing... I thought you said that there was only those two things that bothered you. Shouldn't the kids have been... uh, Liars. (laughs) Shouldn't Meg and Brian have been wearing hazmat suits when everybody else was wearing hazmat suits around the... uh, Around the, the the meteorite capsule, actually made by Americans, thing landed.
2: Well, you thought these dudes were just gonna give them hazmat suits? Well,
3: if they're trying to keep
2: a cover, yeah. They they didn't. They made it pretty clear that they didn't really care about the citizens.
3: Not right away, they didn't though. They're trying to make them believe that they're scientists. We want you to believe us. Do what we say. You would think they'd be like, "Well, put a hazmat suit on because this is dangerous." Like I don't know. Kind of seemed like an oversight to me. Hmm. It's. Listen, this is not. This is not a big critique. I'm just saying. I think you're it just looking into to it too much. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, dude. There's not much more else that I can say in negative. Like, I could continue waxing the car of this movie all day. I just. I,
2: what was your favorite kill?
3: What What was my favorite what kill? What was your
2: favorite kill? Yeah.
3: Oh God. Well, we already talked about the the sink scene, which I absolutely loved. There was. Um, there was I lo- I can tell I don't, I don't you this. Know, I don't man. know if
2: this was necessarily my favorite kill, but um there was uh, it's it's amazing how uh, I don't know if it was dummy work or whatever the hell it was, but some of some of the some of the kills like right <laughs> as the kill was happening the phone booth. they were so violent the phone booth when the when the phone booth collapses yep, yep. the 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 velocity at which the blob strikes that woman is so violent that i'm like how the fuck it was a
3: dummy for sure well but yeah like, but
2: there it was such a clean cut between because when, when you saw cuz you were still seeing the actress right up until just a split second before yeah the before editing it was thing, amazing yeah it was the incredible. editing was amazing and the force at which the blob they ravaged, hits her they
3: ravaged that body it just fought, <laughs> like it
2: it actually like throws her up it, into the camera sort of and then just like like tosses her all yeah. around all within the span of a second you yeah, know it's, it's it's amazing
3: that actually might it's not the gr- it's not the gnarliest kill in the movie but that one really was like one of the more effective ones. yeah because you, her body just gets tossed around it with again a split second yeah but there's so much in it like yeah. oh it's like dude, i said so it good. just
2: looks so violent and the same with when uh, dr meadows dies because yep. he he uh the um the blob grabs his ankle Mm-hmm. And pulls him halfway into the sewer, and then he kind of stops. He's like, "Excuse me." He's on the outside of the sewer, and then all of a sudden, it it uh, comes up through his hazmat suit, and just in that split second, it like right before it drags him down, it just tosses him around a few times, mm-hmm. and it's still that it's that same kind of thing. It just looked violent as hell. Yeah, and amazing. Every, was every like, kill so, so, was violent as hell. Like yeah. trying
3: to pick a favorite is like trying to pick your favorite kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you. Is that easy? Uh, no. <laughs> i thought you were going to say yes <laughs> no i'm still no i'm Dr- still deciding the jury's
2: still out but we'll see <laughs> i might have to have a third one just so that i can have a favorite off-
3: offset it a little bit <laughs> it's hard to go 50 50 right yeah exactly um, no it, it's really difficult because every i've said this already every movie is like a work of art in this every
2: movie, kill you mean? every kill yeah. is like
3: a work of art in this movie mm-hmm. um it's difficult to pick a favorite like the. I don't know, man. Then you have the whole movie theater scene, which I know was taken from the original. That was like yeah. a remade thing, and that scene was inc- the whole sequence was incredible as well. Like uh-huh. it's, it's so good, you know. Like, I, it, listen, if you're like me and you're a stupid person and you have not seen The Blob, <laughs> like I'm telling you, turn us off right now. Stop listening to us blab about this or blob about blab. this. Um, and seriously, go rent it right now on anything or stream it or find it somewhere yeah it's so amazing like it's so good that i would honestly say this movie already probably placed itself my top five favorite like like 80s creature splatter flicks Mm. of all time
2: yeah i don't blame you
3: like it's that good like Mm -hmm. and and now i'm wondering what the fuck else haven't i seen (laughs) because it's funny as a horror fan it's impossible to have seen everything yeah you know, I spend my days watching movies nobody else would ever care to watch. Like, right. I've seen the entire Wrong Turn uh, <laughs> uh, series. Have you? No. No, nobody else has. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Um, my point is, though, is like, there's so many movies now. Like I'm, I love the series we're doing because it's getting me to finally watch these. Yeah. We're going to do more of these in the future. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and I, I look forward to... The future and like all these movies I haven't seen, I'm finally going to get a reason to see. You mm-hmm. know, I, I I look forward to it.
2: Yeah, me too, man. Um, um, with
3: that, I'm not sure there's much else to say.
2: No, yeah, the the blob is amazing from from front to back, and uh, I'm glad that you finally watched it. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I finally saw The Hills Have Eyes, and uh, I think that's it for this week, eh?
3: Uh, yeah. So uh, so you know, we said last week that we were going to bring Pizza Wheel back. Uh, however, plans have changed. I figure for the uh, for the Halloween season, right? This is probably the most important season in our our podcast, life but of at least, course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, though, all year is Halloween for us. But yeah. uh, I put together a uh, a Halloween schedule for us, planning out the entire month of October.
2: Look at you being proactive, right? Saucy, such
3: clear skin. Mm. Um. <laughs> uh <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> this th- episode
2: brought to you by Proactive. <laughs> yeah.
3: So for this week, though, like I said, The Blob and the Hills of Eyes, two classic, classic horrors that we yep. did for this week. Mm-hmm. Next week, though, we're going to really deep dive and for the next three weeks, we're going to really deep dive into Halloween in general. Uh, next week is going to start with uh, Haunted House Attractions. Right Now, we did an episode in the past with uh, the houses October built and we've done a couple that touch on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two that we're going to do for next week, though, is going to be Haunt, which is a brand new movie that just came out. Okay, This is about... Well, Haunts, and then also uh, Hell House LLC, which I uh, I've not heard a single bad thing about this
2: movie. Well, they're I, already I've on, never even heard of it. They're so. already
3: on the third movie in the franchise. I've heard that the second movie was balls. And I've heard <laughs> that third, and the third movie just came out. I think recently. All right. But the first movie though gets praise. Everywhere it goes. Okay. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing that. Uh, the following week, we're going to be doing uh, this one's going to be very, very fun. It's live TV broadcast specials. Oh yeah, this, uh, this is cool. going to be Ghost Watch, which is a which, which was a BBC special uh, back in the day, and then also the uh, the WNUF Halloween special, which I've actually seen already. They're super fun. They're just kind of weird and kooky and they're fun they're not like horror horror but they're like they're fun
2: ghost ghost watch was almost like a war of the worlds kind of thing right where it, it actually
3: it turned out that way it turned yes. into yeah.
2: mass hysteria there's a
3: whole story like people like there was a person that legitimately died
2: oh
0: geez
3: uh in response to it like okay we'll get into all that when we do that episode Interesting, and then the right. final week which uh we're gonna record on the 30th when we record the final week. Mm-hmm. It'll be released on the second. But you know what? Let's keep Halloween going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always sad when Halloween ends. So we're going to keep it going at least for a week. And we're going to do uh, two newer movies. One called Candy Corn, which just came out. And then one called The Barn, which is like an 80s throwback okay. sort of uh, slasher thing.
2: Sounds good. But
3: all And all these movies have gotten great uh, praise. so
2: We're all trusting you, Mike, <laughs> that you you picked good movies to watch.
3: And if I'm wrong don't blame me
2: blame jay yeah jimmy tony's fault all the way <laughs> yes that yeah, yeah, blame, blame that asshole. yeah yeah that's a good idea all right well cool so, uh, so that, that, that sounds is, uh, like a good month it'll be a lot of fun yeah it's gonna be fun all right well if you want to find us on social media you can find us on instagram facebook and soundcloud at the buzzed Kill podcast
3: you can also find us on twitter at the buzzkill pc and be sure to check out our audible link at audibletrial.com slash the Buzz to Kill podcast and get yourself a free book in a three day trial
2: alright uh, and Jay uh, so.
3: yeah <laughs> All right. If you want to how, <laughs> sorry,
4: that is that how you lead me in. Yeah. That's right. We're, I was, we'll keep it rolling. Lead me in. <laughs>
2: yeah, and if you want to find Jay Rod. You
4: can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. It's the it's the damn audible yeah, totally that Even when he's not that. talking about it. He's, <laughs> it was screwed up by it. it and, and even though I know what I say every week, you led in with some different words. You're like, all right, go ahead, Jay, or something. And I, I didn't know what <laughs> We are creatures of habit. <laughs> That's
2: what this proves. Oh, <laughs> All boy. right, gentlemen. All right, cheers, boys. Cheers. It's been boys. fun. Cheers. I
4: look
3: forward to the
2: next few weeks. Try to have a good night.